This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! Screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 225, and tonight, well, I'm not being joined by anyone. I'll be joining them because I am rebroadcasting an episode I guessed it on, an episode of Creepy Kitsch, where I joined Stacy and Cindy to talk about not one, but two movies, Leprechaun 3 and Stephen King's Sleepwalkers. So it's going to be something amazing. That's for darn sure. Definitely different energy than this show, and you are going to have a great, great time. So for those of you who are new, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh, and normally I am your guide twice a month in the weird and wonderful world of horror movies, but you have to see them through my very, 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 very gay little eyes, but I've been on hiatus all summer. Yeah, I've been putting out episodes, but not full ones, not not full ones, but that time is about to be over. This is the last episode of the hiatus. Can you believe it? It's almost over. Yay! Mr. Brad, bless his little heart, we got everything moved over to the new site, for the to the new hosting company for the website. It's all a jumble right now, but hopefully... Everything will be looking great and spanking in time for the relaunch in two weeks on the second Friday of September, whatever date that is. I'm not looking it up right now because I'm podcasting right now. I'm not looking stuff up. This is talking to people time, not doing calendarical research time. And you know what? Even if it's not looking perfect then, we're relaunching anyway because I miss you guys. It's been way too long. It's been far too crazy and so much stuff is going on. Oh, yes, 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 because... As those of you who've been listening for a while know, well, I mean, you all know, Halloween is rapidly approaching, and that means that it's time for another Countdown to Halloween podcasting fundraising marathon thing where I try to put myself on the goddamn ground to raise money for new alternatives, which is an organization here in New York City which helps homeless LGBT teenagers finally get off the street. And... Yeah, it's still August, but you know what? Production has already begun. I'm recording episodes. I've got guests out the wazoo. I've got quite a lineup. I think it might be even going for three weeks instead of the two weeks this week. I've got that much material lined up, and the stakes are much higher. So, But we'll be talking about that when the show relaunches, right? Just letting you know that's been go- going on. So I've not been sitting around on my butt. You know, on the beach drinking margaritas. No siree, Bob. I'm sitting in my podcasting chair drinking margaritas. Thank you very much. Working, 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 working. And well, that's enough of that for now. But I do have to tell you something. Just one thing before we kick the show off. Because Smoochie watched da What's going on with that cat? Well, there was an episode. I had some visitors up here. Uh, my friends from North Carolina, Sloan and Joseph. And they were great. They're wonderful. They stayed for a couple of days, and you know she was on her best behavior. But as you well know, she's a big girl, right? 
So she's laying in the middle of the kitchen, and she's got this feeder thing. It's supposed to be a little puzzle thing that, you know, slows down her eating thing. So I put some treats in it, and so she's lying on her side, like half-heartedly digging the treats out because it's just so hot, and I'm so tired, and a lady shouldn't have to work this hard just to get a treat. But in the process, one of the treats went ping, flying across the kitchen. And we're all just standing around. Of course, it's hot and whatever. Well, for whatever reason, the cat was the center of attention. And instead of getting up and walking over to the loose treat like a normal cat would, no, no, no. Miss Thing just puts out one paw and drags herself along the kitchen floor, not moving the rest of her body at all. Like she was a guy in a movie that's lost in the desert that's crawling to that water source at the oasis like it's her last breath, like must get last <laughs> treat. And again, we all just watched in stunned silence and I'm mortified. I'm like, you lazy bitch. You lazy bitch. And Sloan just looks up and he just says in his cute little voice, What the fuck is wrong with your cat? I said, absolutely nothing. She just likes to play Camille every now and then. Don't we all? Don't we all? Since it's pretty much all that's been going on here, and I don't want to be talking too much. I want to save some stuff for the return show in two weeks. Let's just kick it off. It's gonna, we're going to bring on Stacy and Cindy. We're going to talk about two dishy movies. We're going to be playing the whole Creepy Kitsch episode in its entirety. Stick around afterwards. We have some things to talk about. You know, I've got some podcast recommendations and some stuff for you to watch. and Maybe even a TR to give out. Maybe. Maybe. But we'll see. But without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls... Creepy Kitch. I love your ass for bad or worse. I love your nasty way you curse. When you sit down, it's wild how you sit. Grind your heel in the ground, the groovy way you spit. Like a bad girl should. Good evening, afternoon, or what the fuck ever in your current time zone, boys and girls, and welcome to episode <laughs> 66 of Creepy Kitch, which I just now remembered was the number we were on. Oh, good, because I forgot to look it up. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we have a very special guest we today do. on Creepy Kitch. You it may d- know him as the angriest ginger in New York. Yep. Give it up, everybody, for Patrick from Screen Queens. Woo! Hi, everybody. <laughs> you know, it's the, core, it's, it's, it's the core professionalism that I just respect about this podcast. <laughs> oh, already. yeah, that's us. I would like to point out, to our I'm sorry. Pubic hair. I'm sorry, Stacey, but actually it's episode 61. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm out. Get out, everybody. Fuck it. I'm out. I'm out. We're done. That's it. We're done. Fuck Dropping everyone. the mic. You know what? Right now... 
this is 66. All right. Okay, we'll catch you up the what? other five later. That's fine. Excuse I'm me, I was that. told that there would be no math. <laughs> you know what? I'm cool with this. I'm cool with this. This episode, suck my dick. How about that? There we go. There we go. I'm down for that. I like I think episode. That's fair. It's the best it's episode. episode. Fuck you. Yes. That's what episode, episode it is. After the weeks we've had, I'm going to have to say it's mm-hmm. definitely episode fuck you. So, yep. yeah. So In a big fucking way. Yo, yeah. So episode fuck you. Uh, and we're back. It's our so bad it's bad episode. Um, that's what I decided to call it. I, I support that. I think it's. Then why yeah. am I on it? Because you're a connoisseur, my dear. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, if you have suddenly lumped me into the so bad it's bad, I will kick you in the ass. <laughs> I'm not talking about you directly. I'm talking about the material we are reviewing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm feeling really vulnerable today. I noticed. Good I'm God. I'm really attacked right now. <laughs> Somebody needs a teddy bear and a nap, I it's think. It's okay. It's there, me. There. I mean, I'm the one Honestly, who needs the teddy bear and the nap. I actually am very full of dim sum and I don't have enough alcohol in me. So right there, it's going to be a good podcast. <laughs> I'm full of spite. Um, yeah, well, you usually are. That's part of your charm. That's why we're mm-hmm. friends. So there uh, you go. Excuse me, you forgot to mention a guest. <laughs> the angriest ginger. The angriest in ginger in the world. No, no, no. Is that your special guest, Patrick, from the Scream Queens Horror Podcast, is joined by his faithful sidekick, Smooshy the Cat. Yeah, Smooshy the Roo. She curled up at my feet just Aww. as we started. Aw, sweet baby. That just makes She's like, this is going to be a shit show. I don't want to mess with it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, my cats are in the other room. They're like, fuck you, lady. <laughs> so, Dunwich even is the asleep. Thunder, even the Thunder Twins are like, yeah. The we, Thunder Floofs. Well, here, my husband got me a Roomba for my birthday. And that was my reaction was my husband got me a fucking Roomba for my birthday. Uh, but now I'm like, oh, my husband got me a Roomba for my birthday because Shit, I don't tell your husband to get me a Roomba for my birthday. I don't have to fucking vacuum on Sundays anymore. And it's really fun to watch the cats have um, an interstitial crisis every time that thing goes off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I can't well, realize when you go out, they're going to start plotting with it. Oh, probably. Right. Oh, I'm sure they yeah. already have. Yeah, or they'll they'll be, yeah, that's exactly my, when, I, when I got when I got one. Tyler and Sebastian were immediately horrified by it, and then I would just see them kind of just sitting around it, like, "All right, listen, this is how it's going to go." Why you're here? Oh yeah, <laughs> Dane has already made friends. I have you going to go off at three o'clock in the morning every night. <laughs> I will ride you to glory. Dane has already started riding it to glory. I kid you not. He lays in front of it. I was doing that last time, but it wasn't a Roomba. What? Yeah, me either. (laughs) I think mine took more batteries, too. Hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with battery-operated friends. Whether they're a Roomba or some form of oblong stick, you know, so... My my special friend is nighttime. I have no idea to what you're referring. It's all right. I'll send you pictures later, Pat. Yeah, we will. Please don't. Ask and you shall receive. This is gonna be a Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. You shouldn't be sending things like that. Okay, and Smoochie <laughs> just rolled the... over and showed me her vagina, so maybe you should send. See, there you maybe you should. Apparently, it is Even, that kind of day. See, Besides, pussy's good Patrick, on the Sabbath. It's I'm pussy, gonna, pussy. I'm going to quote something. Pussy's kosher. I'm pretty sure. Yes. I'm going to quote something from a book I read a long time ago, and that is that if God had not meant for us to touch ourselves, He would have made our arms shorter. I think that is actually quite reasonable. Right. 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 Yeah. But clearly, we are not made to uh, lick ourselves. So tragically, well, I'm working on that. I guess you're into yoga. I'm sure that right. There's someone out there. Evolving every day. That's true. true. We'll get there. There's going to be a, that. That's when we know we have hit the next level. Is when we can fold in half and lick our own privates. 
Well, that's true. I'm and, working on it. And that's why nobody can actually, you know, get up and go to work by then. So it's like, no, I'm, once I have that accomplished, my plan is to never leave the house again anyway. Uh, so. Yeah, and I think that's a noble accomplishment and a noble I plan. I have absolutely no problems with this plan. I concur. <laughs> so anyway, the movies that we're doing today <laughs> have are, nothing to do with have licking to do yourself. With bending in half and licking yourself. Well, actually, Sleepwalkers kind of does. Actually, yes, it does. Sure. <laughs> true. That's true, actually. So it's uh, 1992 Sleepwalkers. And 1995's Leprechaun 3. And is it me or the 90s just have some shit yeah. horror this films that came out? This was the 90s that ever 90s. No, 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 no. The 90s, the early 90s were a low point in horror for me. I had all about giving up. Oh, there's just some I think some a lot of people had. Movies. Yeah, I had really, no, seriously, I had given up. And when Scream came out and everyone was saying, oh, you got to go see it. I was like, no, uh-uh, nope. You're, not, you're nope, not missing nope, much. <laughs> And then when I went, like the first 10 minutes, I'm like, I can go home right now because that was the best thing I saw in 10 years. Right. <laughs> it's not even over yet. Uh, they're still making Scream. I like the first Scream. After that, I was like, fuck you, Scream. So, yeah, I was kind of the same way. I've, I'm still not over Randy's death to this day. I don't care if that's a fucking yeah. spoiler. So. Yeah, I don't think you can Randy spoil something. Randy from Zombie died? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm afraid Uncle Randy, somebody finally drowned him in his apartment swimming pool. That's well, I figured one of those kids finally grew up and got back at him, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's probably true, right? That should have happened, candy, man. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should have happened. There are That's no bumpkins in hell, Uncle Randy. Uh, <laughs> but are there skeletons? Oh, man. Yeah, the, these movies are awful. <laughs> and actually, I forgot how bad Leprechaun 3 was until I watched it again. And then I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, this one was awful. But to Leprechaun, be fair, both of them are fine awful. watched Leprechaun 3, you said two. I said three. Fuck you. <laughs> Am I going to have a ginger <laughs> cat Fuck you is you. <laughs> Did you watch the wrong Leprechaun? <laughs> I watched Las Vegas because that's what we decided on yeah, my show. Yeah, that's Leprechaun We're- 3. Almost a year ago. Yes, that's the that's and Leprechaun you three. Shut up about Leprechaun Las Vegas. <laughs> it's awful, and we watched it. Leprechaun it was two fun. was something else. I don't know what that one is, but Leprechaun. Well, that's the one where he decides he's going to knock somebody out. Was it was still marginally better than <laughs> back to the hood? Yo, it's oh, ten yeah. times better than the Leprechaun in space. In the hood. And in the hood, and yeah. I don't know, I, man. There was no hot boxing scene in this. True. I, I kind of missed that. I will say, though, that they are at least fun movies to watch. They're horrible, mm-hmm. but they're not like they're like horrible in terms of I need to get drunk and watch this movie and torture my friends with them. Horrible. Some of this, but we'll continue. That's what podcasts are for. So um, do you want to start with Horror Crush? Or you want to start with Weekly, Fl- Weekly Fuck Off? We'll let the guests decide. What would you like to start with, Patrick? Horror Crush. Horror Crush. OK. Do you want to go first? Sure. All right. Go for it. My horror crush for the week is Clovis. That was a really cute cat. Yeah. And the cat could kick ass and he will protect Mm -hmm. me at night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Give me a Clovis any day. And And he'll ride the car. Probably the uh, best, one of the best actors in that movie, too. Uh, Absolutely one of the best actors. So, yeah. And Alice Krieg chewing the scenery together. Oh, yeah. Naked. Well, plus you can take him in the car. Yeah. And he's totally fine. He could probably fucking drive that car if he wanted to. Probably. I don't know. He didn't wear a seatbelt, so that cat was skirting danger. It was the 90s. <laughs> you know what? He He's a dangerous he probably don't, don't play by the rules. He probably didn't wear a bike helmet either. And he's off to the rodeo. 
Yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm about to change my answer, but no, I, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that is a very good one. I support have, that. Do you have one, Stacey? Yeah, I do. Mine's a little uh, off model, but I'm sticking with it. And my horror crush this week is William Dent Mooter, who was the doctor in the 19th century who founded the sort of posthumously founded the Mooter Museum in Philadelphia. Have mm-hmm. you guys ever heard of it? No. Yes. <laughs> um, I read a book by him called it was like dr mooter's marvels and uh he was just like a really awesome guy it sounds like like very concerned about patients well-beings he was one of the first early adopters of anesthesia uh-huh but he collected either actual specimens of medical oddities or wax replicas of them and he died very young you knew he was dying and he wanted to make sure that his collection which was like 1700 pieces or something like that mm-hmm. was kept together and was someplace where people who, you know, like like future doctors could access it, basically. And so just before he died, he struck a deal with the organization that became the Mütter Museum. And the agreement was he would give them his collection, $30,000 out of his will in uh, ex- uh, for the upkeep. And in exchange, they would have to build a fireproof building to house it. And it would have to be accessible to medical students. Oh, wow. And so that... Yeah, so that became the Mütter Museum. Medical students are famously bad at getting into buildings, so they had to have a special. It's true. Well, and they're very, they're very, they're very flammable. A lot of people don't know that about medical students. Well, see, the I don't know formaldehyde. That's what happens when you just don't sleep for five years, right? But the (laughs) other reason I picked William uh, Dent Mütter was because, or I'm sorry, Thomas Dent Mütter, was because um, he was also a clothes horse. He was very fashionable. Ooh. And uh, he was very obsessed with, like, new suits and, like, eye for detail and stuff like that. And uh, uh, also because... Really? He, a German? Can't believe it. No, actually, he was... <laughs> no, actually, he was Scottish-American. Well, I don't know where the hell... He, he went to uh, Europe for a year and decided to Ooh. put the... Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> decided uh-huh. to, to put the umlauts over his name where previously there had been none. I think honestly, okay, so he was is... pretentious, like fashion. Go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh huh. Got, got fancy after he went to Europe. Uh huh. Uh-huh. No, he was fancy long before Europe. But he, his specialty. Did he like he just... operettas by any chance? Probably. But to be fair, it was the 19th century. It's not like he had a lot of fun. Wax replicas, you say. <laughs> he was Vincent Price. You and we're back to the battery operated Price, essentially. But yeah, pretty much. He was also really good looking. I've seen pictures of him. Nice. He specialized in plastic surgery for basically people who had either been born with deformities or who had like sustained like burns. Mm -hmm. And as long as he could present it as a teaching aid, the people that he did the surgeries on didn't have to pay for it. So basically he was like one of the first doctors to practice cosmetic plastic surgery in the United States. He was doing some like gnarly shit. Like there was a dude who came to him who had a cleft palate that was split halfway up his nose from Damn. his chin up to his nose. And Damn. he ended up doing major surgery on the guy and was able to rejoin the two halves of his face. Another example was a woman who was in a fire when she was very small. The burn scars, you know, the burn scars constrict a lot. Yeah. And it, it had been on her face and her neck and they had constricted so strongly that she couldn't blink or, or she could blink. She couldn't close her eyes. Because it pulled the bottoms of her eyes down, and it, she couldn't close her mouth because it pulled her mouth down as well. And her asshole so, would open up. <laughs> probably. 
But, she looks constantly um, surprised. Just, I'm sorry. Please go on with this very long Lucy, story. Lucy, Lucy, I'm so. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. You look so shocked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it's but one anyway, of the. Uh, they did. Uh, he ended up doing major surgery where he cut all of the constricted <laughs> tissue off of around her neck, and then cut skin grafts off of her back. Oh and, damn! Uh, she was not under any anesthesia for that. So, oh, that's fun. This yeah, is, so, I can see the horror side of this now. Uh-huh. Yep. Damn. But yeah, uh, so that's my horror crush. Plus, because of the mood I've been in this week, the other reason he's my horror crush is because he's fucking dead. Well, that also is nice. So there you go. <laughs> Let's take it down a notch now. <laughs> now. Uh, yes, now. <laughs> okay. Why? Why start now? Why start now? Let's let's. I don't know. Anyway, my mine does not near feel even near as cool as that one. Mine, I just uh, mine's the cop out. I'm going with Alice Krieg because she tried everything in her power to save that movie. She yeah, failed. She really did. But I I've always liked her in in she's general. Another, she's another Tilda Swinton where I don't think she's fucking aging. Yeah, I think she drinks the blood of virgins. I'm pretty sure. She, she does. She's like 105 and she still looks like right? she's 23. She, Actual sleepwalker. She oh yeah, right. I think she is. So we got to. Well, did you ever see a cat around her? That's <laughs> right. Saying. Has Alice Krieg ever been seen in the same room as Cat? I think not. No, I think not. Those were fake cats that were throwing at her in that mm-hmm. movie. But she was trying what? so damn hard <laughs> in that movie. And, and, and like I said, she failed. But pretty much everyone but Clovis in that movie failed. So yeah. I can't really, you know, blame her I for anything. I will fight you so hard when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is your deal, dude? <laughs> it's a shitty movie. <laughs> Sometimes you have to lean into the shit. Yeah, and just like you know, hold your uh, nose down and and never deal. mind, never mind, never mind. Never, um, uh, really, oh. gross thing almost came out of my mouth, and I just can't go there. Sorry. That's okay. I figure somebody's going to isolate this and embarrass me with it anyway. <laughs> there's a pussy joke somewhere in Sleepwalkers. Uh, there's many pussy. There's jokes many pussy in jokes in Sleepwalkers. I'm just none saying. of them are clever. No, no, all of them are blatant. But hey, what but you know do? what would have made Sleepwalkers better? One thing and one thing alone. Vagina dentata. Yeah, like little vagina fangs. That just would have been hilarious. He's like trying to get frisky. And then, and then, her, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> then her, her pussy bites his dick off. Whole different movie. I would have enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't think Stephen King, you know, has it in him. I don't know, man. Oh, really? No, no, no. Well, especially not now, since ever since he had that car accident or got run over, whatever the hell it was, all he writes about is poop. That's true. <laughs> Am I that right? True. Like all his books and, are poop centric now. Yeah. Poop and boogers. Poop boogers and I was in a car accident, you know. There's a uh-huh. lot of that. So uh do you want to go to uh weekly fuck off? Sure. Or I'm Patrick. sorry, I interrupted you. Did you have something you wanted to add no, to you're that? Fine. Okay. No, you're fine. Okay. Do you want to start Patrick? Patrick. You want to lead it? Uh, you're the ga- you're the guest. Um is is this have to do with horror or just anything in general? Nah, anything in anything general. Pissed you off. Anything that pissed off. Well, you know off. what? It's going to be my fuck off for the year. It would be a fuck off to Paul Kennedy, the guy <laughs> who I let reason. stay in my house for three weeks while he was allegedly looking for an apartment, an old friend of mine, who then robbed me blind, stole my credit cards and my identity, oh and my I've God. been spending a month on the phone with every fucking credit union and shit trying to get things straight, and I'm exhausted and burnt out, and I – fuck you, Paul Kennedy. In a big fucking way. What an asshole. 
And fuck you. Never mind. I'm going to say fu- – never mind. I'm going to cut out the other fuck you because I still have to deal with the New York City Police Department. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can still say it. You can, I don't think they're listening, but okay. – Yeah, I, I don't think that's a big part of our uh, I don't think uh, our five listeners are going to listen – are a part of the NYPD. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't know. We have, it's apparently we're entering a new era of surveillance. Oh, okay. Anything Too possible. true. Touche. Aaron Planet Big Brother. Well, we'll that's find out when I go and I see – Facebook ads and they're for the NYPD. I'll be like, oh, right. okay. well, shit. Well, shit. I mean, you do have an Alexa. So. Right. Redacted. Yeah, but I'm in the room without Alexa, so I'm good. Oh, are you think you are. You? Are, you? Are, you? are you? Are you? Well, no, She's probably not. Alex. I've got my phone. Sends out tentacles. I, you know, sometimes Alexa's fun and sometimes, you know, plays epic sex music when you don't want it, when you want it to play yakety sax. Sometimes I don't happens. know. I think the epic sex music made that story even better. Oh, that was the best. Just... Why, why is not yakety sax epic sex music to you? Well, that's fair. Alexa. She's the one who decided to play something else than yakety sax. But hey, I'm, I don't judge. So... I fucked yakety sax. <laughs> I think I might have at one point. I was pretty I have drunk. Yeah. Yak- during epic sex months. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, <laughs> the weird part was was he was having sex with a guitar, so it was completely inappropriate. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's that's like God, yeah. Patrick, get your shit together. The, you know, because the sax and the phone is in the corner crying. It was <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I beg your pardon, a mandolin. Did oh, you go to Europe? Are you a fancy me. man now? Do you put umlauts over your name? Well, yeah. Screw a mandolin and a guitar, man. I think we need to put. (laughs) I think we all need to put umlauts over our name after this one. I don't know how you would. I don't know either, but we got to find a way to do it. Paka, Pak here. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll just be Stasi. How about that? It's just Stasi. Stasi. I'll be Sundi. 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 Suntia. Suntia. Oh, Suntia. I think that works. Suntia. Do you want to go next, Stace? Sure. Go for it. So my weekly fuck off is, and it, it pains me to say this, but my weekly fuck off is actually for uh, Grady, or why oh shit, is it Grady Hendrix? Is that his name? I don't know. Yes. I yes. don't know. Shut actually. up. Um, Grady Hendrix is, yes. he's a, yes, he's a writer. Thank you. He's a writer that I really like. Um, he wrote the paperbacks from hell, which is out right now, which is pretty popular. He yes. wrote Horror Store, which is a great book, um, basically about a haunted Ikea. But the book format looks like an Ikea um, catalog, which is kind of cool. And normally, I really like the guy. I really enjoy his writing. But I was poking around on his website, and he did a, he called it the Great Stephen King Reread, where basically he went through and barring, I think, I think he didn't do anything that was co-written with anybody, and he skipped the Dark Tower series. But he read every Stephen King novel and short story from start of publication to today, basically. So, like, he started with Carrie, worked his way back. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to when he got to It because It is one of my favorite Stephen King books, me and the rest of the world. I love it. However, I am one of those people who thinks that the kid orgy is fucking gross. Well, it is. I hadn't put it in there. (laughs) I agree. Well. Don't knock it till you've tried it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, when you're a kid, not now. Don't do it now. Yeah, like, I was no. going to be like, uh, Patrick, there's a lot to unpack there. We're gonna, yeah, okay, uh, there's that surveillance thing again. Hi, <laughs> NYPD. <laughs> now you show up. Patrick, who hurt you? Who hurt you in the past? Now somebody's going to. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there you go. But so, so I was reading his thing on it, 
and he was I was really curious to see what he was going to have to say w- about it. And he basically talks about how he reread this and he was cre- he was dreading reading the, the baby orgy. And then he read it and he goes off on this whole thing about how, oh, I was totally wrong. It was the heart of this story. And uh. and he goes on to basically explain that, well, Bevy had to do it because only with her magical vagina could she pull all uh. the dudes together. And it oh. was so just like, fuck you, dude. What the fuck? So because she has a pussy, that's all she has to offer to her fucking friends? Oh, it was God, so that makes sense. It was just like, okay, so why? Okay, so then why didn't they fucking run a train on Eddie instead of Bevy? How about that, huh? Because Eddie would have had they... an asthma attack. It would have been bad. Right, that's uh, probably true. Yeah, But true. it was just like, Never okay, so, 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 you know, <laughs> if you're a female in with a group of dudes, the only thing you have going for you that is of any value is yep. your reproductive organs. And to be perfectly honest, that's why I hated the fucking baby orgy so much. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I mean, other than the fact that it's really fucking creepy. Well, yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> but... it, and it's just this idea that, well, she has to bring them together this way. Okay, so then why couldn't they have had a group circle and a sing-along? Yeah. Could have been a little, you know, like, one it was round so, of kumbaya, and then it would have been fun. It was just so, it was so written from the perspective of a dude who had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah. And it, I mean, I still like Grady. Uh, does anybody still, know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to baby orgies? Never mind, don't answer that. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> um, you know what? You know what, Patrick? I'm, I'm going to take that. that. I know what I'm talking about with baby orgies. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, that that's definitely what, you know. You never get go. the Similac out of your shit. <laughs> oh <laughs> that's true. God, dude. <laughs> Well, that's another reason why you're supposed to nurse, honestly. Well, yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just well, yeah, it's the spit up you gotta watch out for. Well, if you have just... a snack in the middle of the orgy, oh, no Well, yeah. And what the fuck is nap, the matter with us? <laughs> what if they don't get a nap? They're gonna get real fucking cranky. We're all gonna but go it was to hell. just, it was just a. I was just really disheartened that somebody whose work I had admired, and I'm gonna continue to read his work. I mean, it's not like I'm not gonna read his shit anymore. But I was just really disappointed to see somebody whose work I admired just miss the point so fucking spectacularly yeah i get that that's that's disappointing mm-hmm. you're just like i always thought it was more like symbolic and spiritual than an actual physical thing but that's okay whatever <laughs> now what is your take on the baby orgy we promise we won't crucify you <laughs> i will uh, well okay stacy will but i won't <laughs> maybe later maybe i think i private. just said it i find it more i i i have to, i i mean i think it's a defense mechanism mechanism i have to take it as something more symbolic than literal yeah, well, and and I think if because it otherwise been, I'll go bananas and be like, "What well, are you doing?" True. Yeah, I think if it had been written as something symbolic, then I could have. But yeah, I mean, they, she talks about bleeding and stuff like I that. Know, I know that. I know that. But like, <laughs> I meant more like spiritual. It was more about the connection than about. Sure, but my point is, is why did it have to be your pussy that brought? Connection? It was what she thought of first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was God the first knows. thing that came to her mind. When she, I was a 12 she didn't year have old her Uno girl. deck with her. They couldn't play a quick round of Uno. <laughs> when I was a 12-year-old oh girl, God. God knew, I was walking around trying to put everything in my vagina to make it better. <laughs> hey, look, a fork. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's like, huh, hey, what's that? It's a what's teddy What's that, bear. CW? Your Hot Wheel car is broken? Give me a moment no, and I'll fix it for you. <laughs> Hold on. Is that, a, is that a paintbrush? Let's see if it fits. Okay. Hey, is your Masters of the Universe? Did your Masters of the Universe figure snap in the middle? Give me a moment and I'll fix them for you. <laughs> My magical vagina fixes everything. <laughs> I mean, oh I guess I could make a joke about mucus, but... Well, I honestly, we can always make a joke about mucus with any That's situation. That's my thing about opinion. mucus. Is I think You can that... always make a joke about it. I think that, yeah, it's supposed to be kind of like symbolic and stuff. I just think it was executed poorly. Okay, um, 
Because I, I, I see what you're saying, and I agree. I don't think that he was trying to be literal about it, but... I also think he was executed poorly, and it's very obvious, like, when I read that scene going, oh, yeah, this is a dude writing this, you know? Because, very much so. Because uh, women, I, at least 12-year-old women that I that I knew of, and me, myself, speaking as a woman who was once 12, you know, kind of looks at that and doesn't go, we got to get rallied together, everyone into exactly. my vagina. I mean, that's not, that was, like, the last place I'd actually consider everyone Taking getting samples, into. Taking samples, makes it a chance. Make My vagina up. is a pocket for you to keep your enthusiasm. It's a step in. right up, folks. Step right Pretty up. Much. <laughs> Talk no. about needing fucking yakety That shit dispenses the smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I don't know, man. You're wandering into blue waffle so. territory with that. Ooh. Oh, you know, we haven't talked about the blue waffle in a long time. Good. Not bad. We won't do that tonight. We'll go home. <laughs> <laughs> because I am home. <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> that's beautiful <laughs> i'm actually just been general uh, in generally grumpy there's really nothing specific i've been pissed off about other than just being awake so my weekly fuck off is being a fucking awake right now <laughs> so, i'd agree with that i've just uh, it, i've just been in a grumpy mood all week and i'm annoyed because my birthday's coming up and mm-hmm. i want to be like yay sunshine lollipops and rain i want to be that but right mm-hmm. now, I'm just, like, waking up in the morning going, I'm going to have to look at all you motherfuckers right now, and I really don't want to. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've got good things to look forward to. I got some. I got a you know book release party coming up next week, and my husband and I are going out of town for my birthday for a weekend and all that. Nice. But I'm, where are you going? We're actually doing going just downtown and getting a hotel room down there because – uh, we don't. Oh, have you're going. You're, oh, you're going downtown. Going down, down. down. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He, well, downtown. He's going downtown. <laughs> Just saying. But now nah, it's we're gonna go. Accommodation, down. you. Accommodation, <laughs> my vagina, and we've come full circle. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So my fuck off is nothing specific. My fuck off is just to my general mood and I'm annoyed and I'm hoping tomorrow things will get feel better and I won't want to kick puppies so much. Because daybreak and you gotta believe because daybreak. Okay. (laughs) No, no. Keep going. Keep going. The sun will come out tomorrow. Tomorrow. (laughs) So you better knock it off with this mood or I'll kick you in the tits. (laughs) Okay. I feel so much better right now. You have absolutely no idea. <laughs> it's amazing what a good kick, what a good kick, kick, kick can do to lighten with one spirit, even if it's only spiritual and symbolic and not literal. It's a spiritual and symbolic tit kick. I mean, that's what it is. Oh, this is gonna be fun. So, which movie do you guys want to start with today? Do you want to start with I'm Leprechaun 3? Leprechaun, please. Leprechaun 3? Oh, wait, is that the one we watched? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no, we oh we're going to go over back to this again. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll start with Leprechaun 3. Actually, I just watched it this morning, so it's fresh in my mind, like a scar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leprechaun 3 <laughs> is from 1995. Uh, the synopsis is an evil leprechaun finds himself in Las Vegas where he proceeds to cause mischief by killing people, granting twisted witches, and infecting a young man with his green blood. Yep. Yep, that's pretty much... They had right there. Um, mm-hmm. I will say what amuses me so much about the Leprechaun series is it actually has absolutely no consistency, nor does it give us shit about its own lore. So no, every not movie at all. is different. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty much. 
I kind of like that about that, to be perfectly honest. I know, honest. it actually is kind of fun, because you're just like, what's what shit's going to happen in this one, you know? Yeah, the, pe- yeah. the people who made each individual movie didn't bother to watch anything else in the series. Warwick Davis is like, I don't give a shit, I'm getting paid. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Rich, but why? He was all like, this is totally paying for everything right now. So, and it and it just kills me. Like you know, in this one, he bit the guy, and the guy turned into a leprechaun. Uh, but he bit the guy. No, no. Did he bite the guy. He what happened? He bit the guy, but yeah, then blood arm. got into the. His yeah. blood got into uh, the. Okay, yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. He stabbed him, the with, one a, he stabbed him with a steak knife. So he's got leprechaun AIDS now. Because it's the 90s and everything's AIDS. True. So this whole thing was a metaphor when you get right down to it. <laughs> just right. reminds so me of that. So when you get AIDS, you have to burn that person's puff cold. <laughs> you have to put a medallion well, yeah. around their neck and burn them Which, alive. Which, by the way, they did in Leprechaun back to the hood. <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> they burned that cold. didn't work. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they did, huh? Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> it just reminds me of that episode of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place when oh. the bacteria... The bacteria, oh, shit, al- yes. or not the bacteria, the broccoli aliens were infecting everybody. Yes. And they just got to Garth Marenghi and he goes, the broccoli was a euphemism for AIDS. And that's all he <laughs> says. That's what this whole movie is. It's now it's so much more than what it's it really was. This aliens, whole movie. With, this whole movie is a euphemism for AIDS. Instead. Yeah, that's it. Because you get AIDS, you get a wish. Uh-huh. <laughs> Clearly. You and, three and gold then your pieces. ass explodes and you meet mm-hmm. magicians. That's pretty much what it's all about. Dear your God. lips get huge. You're temporarily stretched from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and then you explode. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> this movie is awful. You didn't tell me. See, when I had the ladies on my show last St. Patrick's Day, we did Leprechaun back to The Hood. Da yes. Hood. yes. Da Hood. The Hood. It's T-H-A. Oh, yeah, he's right. Oh, it is okay. the hood. The because hood, we thought sorry. Because we had a long conversation on how it should be the hood because it's the mm-hmm. club. You're right. Touche. Mm-hmm. Touche. But it's not. Um, and uh, I don't know where I was going. I just completely derailed. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on. Oh, but what, what, one of the things that I said then, I'm going to reiterate it now, is that the entire Leprechaun series I do not care for because it brings together all these things that I hate, mm-hmm. which are lazy horror movies. And the, the, the St. Patrick's Day bullshit, like Leprechaun. <laughs> I hate the I, I Irish and I hate laziness. Absolutely, yep. annihilating, you know, traditional Irish language and culture and religion. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I will say though that maybe I, I almost forgot how blatantly, horribly, stereotypically racist this movie was at the beginning. I was like, oh my god! Of Warwick Davis, Warwick Davis, when he first shows up, the first thing out of his mouth is an Indian racist and, joke. Oh god. Yeah. It was so bad. Like I was sitting there. Yeah. I, was, I turned it on. Ace was studying. My roommate Ace. She's sitting there studying, and they do that joke where you know he bites the Indian guy and goes, "Oh, it's something, nothing spicier than Indian or whatever." Yeah, I love that Indian joke was. food. It's so spicy. And then Ace looked up and went, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like she just yelled that. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, "Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm watching this." <laughs> It was the first time I was ashamed to be watching something that's <laughs> that horrible in front of her. Because, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, and then there was the whole bit where if you listen to the computer computer program, quote unquote, that's running in the background, mm-hmm. um, it's like, oh, the, the leprechauns do love their spuds. Like all sons of Ireland. It's just like. <laughs> 
Come on, man. You're making an Irish and potato joke in 1995. It's like, have you guys even got? Yeah, it's just kind of like everything they got to study about, like the folklore of leprechauns they got out of a out of a Hallmark store. Yeah, by the way, that that CD-ROM program that he was put on to learn about the leprechaun would have taken nine hours to load in real life. Well, and I also love that he put the CD, the whole CD, CD case and all into the computer. That was like, pretty impressive. Plugged it right into the side, didn't bother <laughs> taking it out of the jewel case. Or yeah, anything. I have to admit, that was pretty fucking impressive. I'm like, mm-hmm. what kind of computer is that? <laughs> right. Wow. And boy, it's, it's chock full of shitty clip art. <laughs> I love the shitty clip art. The bad animation. That was pretty well, cool. Well, I, I liked when he, that. When he found out that the trope for this movie was that if you get one of his shillings, one of the leprechaun shillings, you get one wish. And as illustrated in the CD-ROM, you could have Lois from the Family Guy appear in front of you in a bikini. Yeah, <laughs> so that your eyes would bug out. Oh, my I God. also loved – sometimes it would be like saying something that's like super grim about leprechauns are greedy and and cutting creatures. But it's there's still this like wink-a-dink-a-dink-a-dink-a-dink-a-dink music playing in the background <laughs> yes. that in no way, shape, or form reflects the – the serious nature that the yeah. uh, announcer is trying to adopt. It's all here to be careful. It might kill you. Pretty much. Well, there's like a little shitty clip art leprechaun dancing on the screen or something. And usually dancing uh-huh. on someone's grave. <laughs> it's like that whole CD-ROM was 10 times scarier than the movie. I will mm-hmm. say that. If that In a big if, fucking way. If that I was, CD-ROM was the whole movie, it would probably be a little scarier. <laughs> I'm just amazed. I mean, they actually got for this one, they got a, a decent cast together for the side characters. Mm-hmm. The two leads are meh, but uh, for everybody else, they're kind of good character yeah. actors, and they're 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 having fun. But I'm amazed at how little money they spent on this. It's so fucking cheap. Oh God, it's so the cheap. The whole budget went to shooting in Las Vegas, which I'm assuming would be very expensive, since that right. city really never sleeps. Right. I was well, yeah. So shutting down the strip has got to be expensive. Well, and the number of times that the leprechauns like dancing in the middle of the damn street where they would have had to have rerouted traffic, you know, that wasn't cheap. No. Uh, it does make you wonder if they just like tried to find some sort of cor- abandoned corner in Vegas, you know, to have it. There the is no abandoned something. corner in Vegas. It's the whole thing. Right. Pretty much. Not on the strip anyway. No, that's why I'm thinking they went to like the airport casino. That's why I hate Las Vegas. It's, it's a-, a creepy place. It's a city that is built on misery. Yeah, yeah, sure. but I still like to go on. I did, I did like some of the sight gags, though. I like the, uh, there was, the, <coughs> excuse me, the fucking slot machine in the hotel, or not the hotel, in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty funny. <laughs> With the cross on it. I was not a cross on it. I was <laughs> very, very amused by the whole like um, wacky ass magician, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who was like vaguely a feminine. And it was just, what is happening? Sort of a David Copperfield light kind of thing. Yeah, he was very, I, I, he had like quaffed hair and that big brooch right in like yes. his collar, which well, fucking I killed like, me. I like that he was just so dedicated to the like whole magician shtick so that even when he's like making the wish on the coin, he stops and then has to do like the dramatic hand that, that, gestures. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That was pretty yeah. awesome. But I actually just, loved him. I thought he was good. John DeMotta. I loved Carolyn Williams. I thought she was fantastic. Oh, she yeah. was great, too. They were she was honestly, I think, the best character in that movie. Yeah. She is, because that character could have been played really broad. 
an obvious, but she didn't do that. I loved Carolyn Williams. I loved John D'Amato, who incidentally is a voice actor and has done 50 bazillion animes. Yeah, I I noticed like his name looked really familiar. And then I started looking him up. I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah. So I was like, he's been in every Studio Ghibli movie that's ever been made. Pretty much. But I but yeah, Carolyn Williams was I loved her in it. But I did. And her fake. She was like every one of my cousins from Long Island. (laughs) It was the hair, wasn't it? No, it was the whole thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I loved the uh, the absolutely terrible padding to make her look that was quote unquote fat. The worst fake boobs I have ever seen. Yes. <laughs> uh, Two teddy bears uh, stuffed underneath her shirt. I was like, roaming around. They didn't even like move with her body. Like, no, she not at walk, all. And her boobs would go in another direction. Yeah, I was but then all, again, like, when you actually saw the real boobs on that stripper that came out of the TV, they didn't move at all either. No, so I don't know what real boobs are anymore. It really was like <laughs> well, the this was the nineties too. Yeah. It literally was two the 90s, screens. which was like the 90s, which was the height of fake tits. It so. seriously was like hers were like two like hard boiled eggs and a pair of pantyhose. It was and the scariest then thing in the movie. porn girls were like the boltons, you know, right? Yes. So, pretty much. I was pretty you impressed. Hang your fucking coat on it. Yeah, that those those titties were terrifying. That was probably mm-hmm. one of the scariest parts of the movie were those boobs. I, 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 I will say they were the scariest part of the movie. <laughs> <Here's> <laughs> the I mean, her in general, I mean, I don't know who that girl was. I'm, I'm guessing she might have been a cast off from one of the Glitter Gulch girls that we were referenced in the movie. But she, <laughs> like, you look really burnt out on crack and your tits are terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she's coming right for us. <laughs> she reminds me of, uh, did you ever read Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? I haven't read it. I only saw the movie. Well, when Dr. Gonzo slips that waitress the note asking if she does anal. Oh, Because she's really? like a burned out ex-showgirl. Like, this is where the showgirls went after they weren't pretty anymore. Yeah. Like, she, that, that, that's who. That's all I could think of when I saw the, the, the stripper that came out of the TV. Oh, yeah. I can say that. I will say that uh, Loretta, Carolyn Williams' character, looked like the mother of one of my ex-boyfriends. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Not the actress, the character she played. The character. I, get it. No, I totally get, like, it. I totally get like, it. I'm talking about pre her wish where she got right. all sexy. Um, but it was like the hair down to the fucking haircut, the droopy right. boots, the leopard print blouse. I am right. kidding. And I, every time I like it was kind of giving me wrong flashbacks. I was kind of like, oh, oh, <laughs> I hated that woman. To bitchy Sicilian. Oh, no, go away. <laughs> it's just like cringe yeah. and flinch and cringe yeah, I and kept flinch. cringing and flinching. She just needed like a, a smoldering cigarette and yellow teeth to kind of like complete right. the whole mm. thing. So, ugh, yeah, just gave me gave me PTSD. <laughs> I'm just saying so. So, but I, I, I liked her. She was kind of my favorite part of the movie. Hit she was my favorite Fosco. character, oh, honestly. Down, yeah. The best part of the movie for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, the uh, our leading man, Scott. You're right. He did grow into his face. I just looked him. He up. Really did. He um, did. He's he's not a bad looking dude now. No, he's much better looking he had a, now. He had, a, he had a weird like underfed Brad Dourif or not Brad Dourif. Um, Jeffrey Coombs vibe going on in this. Yeah, yeah. There was something in his face that reminds me of Jeffrey Coombs in in the first Reanimator. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that. And he had like you know the sticky. He kind of looked like a leprechaun. He had that real kind of face, yeah. and the sticky outy ears, and and he and that unfortunate bad. haircut. A really unfortunate haircut. I was never quite sure if I should like this character or not. To right. Be honest. The character was just so stupid. He was an idiot. <laughs> so. It just, he was just stupid. like 
like just like please touch my dick ma'am like that was his entire like that was the entire drive yeah just like this is a great uh, hero thank you <laughs> and please then touch my penis i will say this the weird like this movie just had weird mo- like one it was a lot longer than i remember because yeah, I only really remember some of the more interesting like parts, like Loretta's ass and tits exploding, and right. the weird sex bot that you know. Oh yeah, oh, all right. that's what I wanted to say. When you guys were on my show, all I heard about, like we talked, uh, Miss Thing over here talked more about Leprechaun Three <laughs> because it was better. All I heard about was the exploding ass for like forty-five minutes. Because yeah, that was awesome. so tight. Don't even talk. Don't even act like that wasn't awesome because it was fucking. It awesome. was the best part of the movie. Had I not known it was coming, but no, I read her lips were actually making. Yeah, the lips, yeah. Were the, the, the lips were killing me. The extreme duck lips. It's still my favorite part of the goddamn movie. Still to this day, uh-huh. I was all like, yeah, "Here it comes!" I'm all sitting there on the couch, kind of just like you know, watching it and passing. And then once it gets to her, one, she had a really cute dress on. Two, for I mean, that was a typical '90s wonderful electric blue satin number. And that dress had a lot of fucking stretch, too. Oh, yeah. And then, too, yeah, when her ass is exploding, I was all like, oh, yay, I'm going to I have to put everything down. I have to watch this. (laughs) And that's when Ace (laughs) decided to leave the room because she had had enough. (laughs) Oh, poor Ace. Oh, she said that's what happened. The things that she's seen. But the, what I forgot about, and I'm still kind of like, what the fuck was that about? Was the scene where it's the two the two bouncers just having some weird exchange about what underwear they wear? Yeah, that what? was hilarious. What the fuck was I that? Kinda, I kind of loved, loved that it. bouncer, too. Like, he was a great, like, just that, that whole thing about, uh, you buy off the rack, this is what you get. Like, this whole <laughs> weird fixation on what everybody's wearing. It was great. It was uh-huh. so And if it made me look like a sissy, I'm like, uh-huh. I could wear the garters. It makes me feel like a sissy. What the hell is happening? a little bit. And yeah, and I just, it was so funny. It was, like, strangely delightful where I was like, what am I witnessing right now? I have absolutely no fucking clue. Well, because it gave happening. you actual characters. I mean, they're doing things that you wouldn't expect, which makes right. things with characters interesting, which True. you did not have. In the hood. And see why I talked about that more on your show than the hood? It was full of, it was a cast of colorful characters, Patrick. You had one job on my show. (laughs) (laughs) To ruin it. I think we met that. We warned you. We warned you. Show up on time and talk about the movie I told you to talk about. And you did neither of those things. (laughs) Hey, I showed up on time. You had to get a latte. That's Uh, true. I did. Pumpkin spice latte. I had to go get my latte. Three hours late. And you guys can suck my dick, okay? <laughs> and I wasn't three hours late. I was 45 minutes late. <laughs> yeah, but then there's the time difference between us. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You want to speckle I think the time's, <laughs> I think time still passes the same way regardless of the time yeah, difference. I'm pretty sure that. that time does not slow down in New York. I'm going to go out on a limb with that. Watching this. There's the scene, the stupid scene where he's a half leprechaun and he goes to the hotel restaurant and orders all the potatoes. All the potatoes, Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, yes. And he's jamming those soggy french fries in his mouth. And he's saying the worst limerick I have ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, really? Because, like, again, we're back. one of the things I said I hated about this series was the fucking rhyming couplets. Yeah, they're, that, they're, they're pretty they're annoying. Speaking because they're all terrible, and I, that was the worst one you heard because they're that all. That one just- was pretty fucking awful. I'm gonna say. In that scene, you know what I, I think? Went, you know why I, I know. thought it was the worst one is because it wouldn't stop. It just kept going. <laughs> it wasn't just like a oh two lines and we're done. It was a fucking epic poem. He was reading the Iliad. <laughs> His monologue. In that scene was also in 
Jason goes. Uh, Jason takes Manhattan. Was it what, the potato yeah, scene? She, I mean, she was uh, the bartender. There was a part they ran into a bar for help, and she was, and it's like, help! Somebody's trying to kill me. She's like, welcome to New York. <laughs> the, and that was the, 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 the chick who played the waitress. Yeah. Oh, how funny! That's kind of awesome. Well, I'm hey. declaring that this is canon, and that's a definitive link between Friday the Thirteenth and the Leprechaun movies. <laughs> Not really a connection I ever would have guessed. Totally the same. She didn't die in that movie, so she just got. Yeah. Said fuck this. I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> That's what happened. She's like, saw a dude in a hockey mask. I'm out of here. She and now she's like, and now I see a wrinkled midget. <laughs> she's like, fuck it, leprechauns. Where am I going next? The Midwest. She's, I'm going to go to Ohio. <laughs> Branson. There you go. Then she's going to see Yakov Smirnoff, and she's just going to be like, fuck it. I'm moving. To, I'm fucking moving to California. There you go. I will say that um, also one of the weirdest part was like when the one guy, the the sleazy casino owner, decided to make Mitch. a witch. Yeah, Mitch decided to make a wish to bang Tammy, our leading lady. Apparently, mm-hmm. the the spell also made her an idiot. I mean, she was pretty dumb to begin with, but well, and I was watching that, and she had <laughs> like when she do the baby talk, she had the most like egregious case of duck lip I'd I ever know. seen. She was I like, like say later on there's a more egregious case of well, duck Well, true, true, but that's a special <laughs> effect. This is something this bitch just did because she can do it. I was... I, it, I it, swear to God, I think her upper lip is prehensile. I was... La- I know, it was like curled all the way up to her nose. I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit! I was laughing my ass off at um, just that whole moment where she they're in the elevator and she's beating the shit out of him. And yeah, I'm just apparently like, Tammy likes a little S and M. Yeah, Tammy likes it rough, clearly. And but it's like it was a gag that went on a little too long, and it started getting uncomfortable. <laughs> like, she slapped him, and then he was like, and you're like, oh, haha. And then she slapped him again, and you're like, oh, okay. And then again, and then he throws himself against the wall, and then she slaps again. And I'm like, okay, we're we got to stop this now. <laughs> right. Stop filming anytime now, guys. Just cut it off. Cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> do you need help? Like, are you? Do you need? I have someone has to say you. the safe word here. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's getting a little sad right Mucus. now. Mucus. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a hell of a safe, safe word because that'd turn me off. The safe word is mucus. <laughs> and suddenly, I'm dry as a desert. Below yeah, it's the waist. like, well, we're done here. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, that was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> so, and actually, anything to do with Mitch made me uncomfortable to be perfectly yeah honest. just anything pertaining to mitch trying to get his dick wet yeah, I, was, I was no thank and you and then he said the whole oh you're after my heat that was at my moist was my oh moisture i was like oh god <laughs> i just everything about him was so repulsive i was like mm-hmm. this is just gonna he's the kind of guy who who would ask if you wanted a little italian in you and he wouldn't be joking yes yeah do I actually really liked. Know? I liked the. I liked what the actor did with the character. Yeah. Just because, like, he didn't play it like uh, like your typical mafia casino Guido kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. He, he was he actually was... kind of likable when he wasn't being gross. There was a whole right. scene with him and Carolyn Williams that was adorable. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny part uh, here is, is... character actors were having a ball doing this scene. He's... I love that. He's actually kind of an accomplished actor. I looked him up, and he was in, like, 50 bazillion classic movies, and he's mm-hmm. got a really good resume. And I'm like, and you're in Leprechaun 3. Poor thing. The funny part is, is a lot of the people who are in this do. The guy who played the lead, he doesn't act much other than, like, cameos here and there. But, like, he's a really talented or, like, a really successful screenplay 
writer. Yeah, and the and um, the you know Fazio was is an accomplished voice actor. Yeah, John D'Amato is all John over D'Amato the place. And um, Carolyn Williams is like of practically course. a scream she's, queen. So she's yeah, awesome. she's, she is a scream queen. She screams no, yeah. like royalty. She's fucking awesome. No. Now so, you face off against you know you survive Leatherface automatically scream queen. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll have to say that. And you survive Leather anyway. Leatherface by you know giving him wood, then you definitely uh, deserve to be a scream queen. <laughs> you had a chainsaw in your pussy. Yeah. yeah. Are you good? Then yeah, Are I you think good? you deserve the crown. <laughs> you had a chainsaw in your pussy. How good are you? And oh, what part God. of her didn't explode in this movie? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. True. True. It was, it was just really the cool. ass and her. It was the but, ass, the tits, and the lips. Oh uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. So, and you know what? I I seriously remember that scene. Uh, my favorite scene that when she exploded, I was kind of like, okay, it's a little gorier than I remember. But I I seriously still to this day just see confetti. <laughs> oh, for sure. Exploded. You can see the foam blowing I'm off of like, the the dummy. Yeah, it's Excuse hilarious. It was foam. It was potatoes. Probably. Maybe that's how she gets it. You know, when you have too much starch in your diet. They're huh? like, we can't afford any more foam latex, but we still have these potatoes from that potato scene. And the stupid movie, like, that was the only thing they spent money on for special <laughs> robot thing. Well, that, Rest, and I would say like, that the... Really yawn, yawn, boring. The, the wire burn at the end, that was pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be comfortable if somebody's like, can we put you in a... Unimaginative uh, and... What'd you say? I just said for most of the movie, the kills are unimaginative and dull. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, except for the one. We, Carolyn Williams yes. was really great. Um, right. The rest of them were pretty standard. And I think, like I said, what made the movie fun for me is I just really loved the character characters in it because they're just so fucking ridiculous and over the top. And I found that kind of like amusing to me. I added, and the whole like the worst Irish accent ever by our leading man Scott, trying to like be a leprechaun and just sounding worse oh, than Warwick Davis. He went Davis. full Barry Fitzgerald on that shit. <laughs> he, yeah, he definitely tarty tarty did really well. Toy school of acting work, pretty much. Tarty 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 tarty. It's like oh my god, <laughs> and probably the most ugliest fake-haired sideburns I've ever seen on a human. Yeah, leg. he was not like, like he was goofy looking as a human. Would not have been a good-looking leprechaun, that's for sure. No, I think he would. Uh, he'd be a very tall leprechaun. <laughs> but, he was just mm. very rat-faced. Yeah, mm. just he looked more like you know a rat than he did a leprechaun. I was just I you know well maybe that's what it does to you. So maybe. Hey. <laughs> Who knows? He was some kind of ferret leprechaun hybrid. Who the fuck knows at this point? <laughs> but I do want to say I did like the uh, the wire burn that they did at the end. Because I have to say, man, if I was in a low-budget movie and they're like, hey, we're going to wrap you in flame retardant, light you on fire, and then uh, sail you around on wires. Yeah. yeah. Scene, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm out. Yeah. I, I have to admit that... that 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 was pretty bravo. That was a bravo mm-hmm. moment. <laughs> However, you see the shoes fly off on fire, and then when they cut to him, when he drops to the ground, his shoes are still firmly on his feet. So, well yeah, done, but continuity. we also well saw done. the body foam flying out. So true. I Potatoes. <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> There's also the the uh, putting the whole jewel case of the CD-ROM into the computer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Somebody, yeah. There this was, is computer-ish, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's how it works, right? 
right? This is what you do with computers. The, you just jam the whole fucking thing in. The very strange, you know, bouncer conversation about underwear, um, mm-hmm. about how some people like to be bind, but the other one wants to swing loose. I mean, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one needs support. The other this, likes to free ball. This movie had flaws. Just say this movie had some flaws. Had some flaws. I do flaws. like. Uh, there's a quote on the guy who played the leads uh, IMDb page that's pretty hilarious, where he says, "I'd love to say I didn't do well because I didn't get my chance, but the reality is is that I couldn't really act." <laughs> I was in a few horror movies, but hey, Leprechaun Three is scary mostly because of my acting. I really had no idea what I was doing. It shows. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> At least he owns it. Own. Oh, you know what? I have more respect for it. Well, you're now. not going to learn on that set. That's for sure. I <laughs> know no shit. Oh god! It is. I think a fun you're gonna movie. you're gonna learn how to be a tax dodge, and that's about it. I will say it is a fun movie to watch if you're like you know really drunk and you just want to watch something so stupid. Oh yeah, it's so like, brainless. And... I still enjoyed it. It was longer than I remembered, but it was still a lot of fun. I was just mm-hmm. like, but it's. So I get this bad. one on DVD and rewatch it. Yeah, I, this would be uh, a drunken night one. I would totally mm-hmm. be like, yeah. no, not you. No, no. I mean, I mean, it has its moments, and like the character work is great, but for the most part, like visually, like it's all one angle. The lighting mm-hmm. is black. Like there's, it's the lighting is so bright most of the time. Like there's not a shadow in this movie for most right. of the time. <laughs> True. And, and the script is dull, 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 dull. It's just so, it's so overlong. It takes so long to get going, and it. It does have a lot of fucking setup. I will say that, where you're just kind of like, okay, the they spent way too with long the, the in that pawn on, shop. The whole thing with the pawn shop owner should have gone on through most of the movie. Or been right. Scrapped. Yeah. Yeah. And by yeah, the, the way, the, the by the way, the fact awkward. that the leprechaun is like defeated. Well, not really, because he had two ways to get rid of him. He had that weird amulet thing and he burned his gold. But the fact that the leprechaun is afraid of this piece of jewelry from like the QVC Joan Rivers collection. <laughs> that you was know, some shit. You know what I will say, though? I will say if the whole movie was just about the leprechaun battling the Indian pawn shop guy and this the Indian pawn shop guy going like berserk and kick it, you know, just kick an ass. I would have loved that movie. I no. think that would have been gold. I want to see because it was filming at the same time. I want to see leprechaun versus Nomi Malone. That's what I want oh to see. Oh, my <laughs> God. You're brilliant. You are so bad. Why are you not working in Hollywood, sir? <laughs> I don't know. I think they'd team up. Different places! <laughs> I'm a dancer! <laughs> oh, everybody got AIDS and shit. <laughs> it's she kickboxes the guy from Dr. Quinn while the leprechaun sits on top of go. the wardrobe and laughs. Leprechaun's laughs. like nibbling on her lipstick-tainted nipples, and then she just starts kicking him in the balls. <laughs> Leprechauns no. are a fan of women on their periods. Yeah, I'm sorry. Leprechaun turns Crystal Connors brown rice and vegetables into potatoes and she gets fat and can't go on anymore. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not writing the screenplay right now? I am very disappointed in you. Because <laughs> this needs to happen. <laughs> Patrick, there's clearly a need here that you're not filling. You don't seem to understand. You are fulfilling well. needs that I didn't even know I had. Welcome. <laughs> My God. I don't want to come out in a, in a Versace gown at some point. Some Versace, yeah. It comes out covered in like gold dust with the wig on. <laughs> Turns out gives a fucking amazing lap dance. Mm-hmm. Leprechaun as goddess. <laughs> <laughs> I would unironically watch the 
shit out of I that. I would so watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> oh my And gosh. then when when some catty uh, uh, dancer tries to like knock him down a peg by throwing marbles, you know, he ends up like magicking the marbles up and like you know makes her eat them or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh yeah, my I think god. The stage left, it would be leprechaun shit stage left. That's right. Leprechaun shit stage left. That's beautiful. Like, I, yeah. I, I need, this needs to happen. Why is nobody making out with this? Gina Gershon? It's just Warwick Davies. Just <laughs> Warwick Davies is actually uh, Gina Gershon's character. As Gina Gershon. <laughs> and so, Davies. yeah, Nomi has to trip her down the stairs. I like having nice tits. <laughs> itself actually it, it really fucking does oh my god that's brilliant this this you you've made me happy it really does now i want to go watch showgirls i need to get drunk and watch the showgirls best episode. movie ever made oh my god i love that movie so much and everyone thinks i'm ridiculous for loving it but fuck you <laughs> so stupid well you know that the don't lick that pole girl i actually heard it on scream queens yes Show Girls the musical was actually excellent. I want I to see it. I wanted to because see it that so song bad. fucking kills me. It was excellent. I so wish I could have seen that in person. Oh my god. That one Come and the... <laughs> I love the fact that we kept singing that and my husband just kept looking at his cross eyed. That was great. He was just like, okay, well, I'm I not think sure it's going to didn't we start singing that at the Yakitori stand when we were shit-faced on Saki? Yes. Well, we okay, sang it before then, but that was the last time we sang it. Yeah. When we went to Yakitori and, start, and got shit-faced on Saki and started singing it at the cook. Yes. I'm actually yes. shocked they let me come back. I'm not after. Mushy. <laughs> Don't after that with that, that one dude who was talking about Tiffany with big teats. Big teats. <laughs> big teats. Couldn't speak English, but he could say big teats. <laughs> and he was shit-faced on Saki. We had nothing on him. Oh, no, he won. I think that's why we, we mm. were welcomed back, was because at least Probably. we weren't that guy. <laughs> at least we weren't screaming about Tiffany with the Bigu Titu. Bigu Titu. the Paul song again. Sing the Wicked Paul song. <laughs> that was offensive. I'm sorry. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. Yeah, so <laughs> let's wrap up Leprechaun 3 because nothing's ever going to beat uh, Showgirl Leprechaun, I just say. Tragically. Yes. Showgirls v. Leprechaun. <laughs> yes. I still like Leprechaun. Maybe, is maybe somebody, maybe someday somebody will make the comic book crossover that we've oh, all God. been waiting for. I hope there's a comic book artist out there listening to this and is just like make a light bulb went off over so. there. Please, this needs to happen. Someone, someone write the screenplay. Please. Come on, man. We got a comic. And of, then give you us know... all the proceeds. Thank you. Yeah. And yes. then give us all the credit and the proceeds. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Copyright. Exactly. Oh, my fucking God. That's beautiful. <laughs> so um, let's just move on because I can't even say. <laughs> I don't think we can top that. Recommend. We can't talk I recommend that. it in a brainless, you know, if you just want something on in the background that you don't have to pay yeah, attention to. Yeah, I, I way. do too. I recommend it in a get drunk and do something else at the same time mm-hmm. type of movie. Not sex, though. That would be creepy. <laughs> so, or it you could don't know be nothing like, about my life. I it could be like don't. 
this this was the missing piece, you know. It's like this is what our sex life needed was Leprechaun Three. I really now want to when my husband gets home, I want to go up to Max, Max, Max. You know, I'm really in the mood right now, but we have to watch Leprechaun Three. <laughs> <laughs> and he would just be like, "I'm going to file the divorce papers right now." <laughs> That's going to happen. You never know. He could be. I have been waiting 11 years to hear you say that. <laughs> Which would be uh, really amazing because, you know, we've only been married for and 10. And violence. So yeah. <laughs> oh, Let me take my out my penis and put it tenderly on your shoulder. I'm going to rest my penis tenderly on your shoulder, but only if we can watch the Stephen King cat movie afterwards. Dick After. on shoulder. <laughs> Hold me in your arms, penis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so moving on. (laughs) Moving on. The next movie we were talking about was Sleepwalkers, and that's from 1992. Yes. Oh, and this one's fun. And it's uh, this was a turd. Uh, a mother and son team of strange supernatural creatures move to a small town to seek out a young virgin to feed on. That's yeah, pretty much it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot more nuance to it. I will say that. Um, and by nuance, I mean nuance. Really? Nuance. I mean, what the fuck? I just believe happened? it's pronounced nuance. <laughs> nuance. I think he's right. Yes. <laughs> the nuance. In the Latin, it's pronounced huh? Yeah. This movie was puzzling. I once again, it's shitty, but I kind of enjoyed watching it because it's so mm-hmm. shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just find it charmingly bad, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I have a weird relationship with this movie because my friend Tanya and I, when we were, I think, juniors in high school, maybe it was our senior year, we rented this from the local movie place, Ellensburg Video, and we, uh, her VCR took a shit like 15 minutes into it. And so it was this whole thing where it took us like three hours. We had to clean the heads on the VCR, couldn't get it to oh, we had all planned out. We'd rented all of these horror movies. We've got all this junk food. We were going to sit up all night and we couldn't get the fucking movie to play. And finally, after like two and a half, three hours, because it was it was like the old school head cleaner we had to put the drops in. Oh, shit. You know what I'm talking about? It wasn't yes. just the one that you could push in. It was like you had to put the drops yes. in and then it, you, you ran it and then it had to dry. And then it was this and it was that and the other. And fucking finally, we get that goddamn tape to play. And then it was Sleepwalkers. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it was just no like not have... worth it. No wonder you have a... Um... A grudge against this film. Yeah, like it, it was just. Now. It was like, like I mean, honestly, to be fair, like no movie would have lived up to the frustration that we were both going through at that point. But Sleepwalkers definitely did. You would have been up. better yeah. off if you just huffed the head cleaners. I yeah. think we would have. I think, I think we would have. We probably the head cleaner like do its thing with the drops. It would have been ten times more entertaining. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, because this, I would not have paid money to see this movie. I, every time I've seen There's, this movie, there I, been, it's yeah, been free. Way less incest <laughs> for starters. That uh, yeah, I, I have to chime in. I, it, I love this movie. Uh, it's less I, incest and less. I love murders. it unironically. <laughs> I love it now, but when I was sixteen, I would have lit that tape on fire if we hadn't rented it. Uh, it is say, incredibly flawed. It's got a lot wrong with it. But I always appreciate a movie that shoots to do something different. You know, you shoot for the moon. I, I prefer if you to shoot the moon and miss. Sure. Mm-hmm. It'd be lazy. Right. Then do some kind of by the numbers type shit. Yeah. And this is not by the numbers, mm-hmm. except when it fell into the 90s trap 
of having your villain turn into Freddy Krueger with the right. one-liners. True. Right. That that got a little and like, um, please stop. I want to say, like, I, and I feel bad about it. Okay, so, like, I had this unreasonable hatred of Ron Perlman for a really long time. Oh, yeah, Because I he that. wasn't, yeah, I owe him an apology <laughs> because he's not actually a sensitive cat man who lives underneath New York City. Um, and I, I was very, very, I held a grudge. She's still uh, from about, a little sensitive about it, too. From so. about 11 to about 17, I was very angry that he was not actually Vincent from Beauty and the Beast. But I kind of have the same thing going with Alice Krieg because of this movie, where I unreasonably hated her for several years because of that fucking scene where she stabbed somebody to death with a goddamn corn cob. Yeah, that's that's pretty. And then she says that you should eat more vegetables. And it was like, bitch, I will slap you through this goddamn TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one yeah. of those. I, I did, Shut yeah, the fuck I, I, up. That's, that's, that's the 90s shit I hate. Yeah. yeah. That was very prime 90s. The, the one-liners, you're just like, I fucking hate you and your ass face whenever that happens. Well, and it's like, it's like there was silverware on that fucking, you could have stabbed him with a butter knife. Yeah, but you it's not You could stab somebody cool. to death with a butter knife. That's the thing. You, stabbed him, you, you could stabbed kill him with somebody a with a corn cob, but it's not your first choice. Well, and it ain't going in through the back. Yeah, it will if you do it hard enough. I guess so. I guess, but it still made me angry. I was still like, and, and then you can you wipe can your butt with it. Yeah, that's true. Uh huh. Yeah, that, I have issues with. Don't do it first, because then the dead person will get an infection. That's true. You don't want them to get some kind of, you know, corn dysentery or wheat like OJ. I don't know. I don't know what happened here, but there's a corn disease going around. <laughs> so. Yeah, wheat like OJ. It's a, it's a. I always, I just appreciate that a major motion picture hit the theaters that had full-on incest in the first five minutes. That yeah. is very true. That was kind of impressive in a horrible sort I think, of way. Honestly, the reason why this movie got away with it as much as it got away with it is because of Stephen King's name on it. I yeah, think if this yeah. had just been some kind of like if this had just been Sleepwalkers presented well, by I, nobody, I don't know that they would have gotten away with it. Also or, yeah, I agree. Well, that whole thing, are they really mother and son? Is it le- or is it like a vampire type mother? Right. Yeah, right. Is, is it like a sire and kind a, of thing? You know. Yeah. And also, like, they're part cats, and, you know, cats will do that. Of cats course, I mean, any animal, animal will do that. <laughs> so. Any animal don't. will. Yep. It's something else to freak you out, I appreciate it. And, hey, if I have sex and there's, like, light shooting out of my private parts, I'm down with that. That's true. That's a little, I mean, you know, everybody likes disco. little disco. I did like the cameos. I thought the cameos were fun. Yeah, the great. cameos were pretty fun. I and I gotta give that was fun to like check out. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh hey, there's Clyde Barker. Oh hey, there's Joe Dante, you know, type of thing. And that's well, and I loved the bit too when it was Stephen King and he's the cemetery groundskeeper. He's like, This is not my fault. And they're like, You shouldn't be talking to me. And he turns immediately and goes, This is not my fault yeah. without missing a beat <laughs> to the other. Yeah. Yeah, it had like that moments. was really great. Yeah, it it had its moments. It actually had like kind of moments of brilliance, totally like, uh, like bookended by moments of complete what the fuck dumbassery. Yeah, yeah, I, it yeah. yeah. I mean, like carry the musical. You know, you, you can't blame. I mean, one of my problems with it is some of the special effects, and you can't blame '90s CGI no. on the '90s. You can't. I, That's what's bad. Yeah, Honestly, that's the, true. The ninety, the CGI didn't bother me. It, it is what it is for what the time was, you know. When it's, I mean, the scene that everybody knows is that scene where you know it's the car chase. Yeah. Oh God, and, yes. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Charles gets surprised by Clovis, the awesome cat. Mm-hmm. Yes. And his face goes blah, 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 and and changes fourteen times in three seconds. Right. It does the Randall flag? It's just yeah. kind of thing. It's like the sleepwalker version of a fart. Right. <laughs> oh, you startled me. Control of my magic for a second. What? Don't All squeeze right. me, I'll fart. 
Dolly Parton in the distance. Oh, my God. Better. I'm literally imagining that. That hope. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, what the hell, what the hell was that, dude? Nothing, nothing. You nothing. didn't see nothing. You know, I didn't turn into a cat and then turn back again. <laughs> cat vampire things. They have some magical powers. They can throw some glamour to make things seem to disappear and not. But clearly, it takes concentration. Sure. And mm-hmm. strength. So if you have that little moment, everything goes away. It really is kind of hilarious when you think about it. Ah, JK, JK. (laughs) Excuse me. It was, uh, the the movie's just ridiculous. And I think that's why I enjoyed the fuck out of it so much. Because it's just so like, uh, it's so over the top ridiculous. There is like not a moment. and it takes itself so fucking serious which makes me laugh even more which because it just seems to be like we are so serious about this movie and it's so ridiculous right it's so not worth being serious about and it's Uh it just cracks me the fuck off and alice krieg is you can tell by watching her performance that she's like this is the most bullshit thing i've ever done in my life but we're gonna roll with it you can tell and it's the same thing with ron perlman you can see well ron perlman's just like i'm gonna chew the scenery fuck you guys and alice krieg is just like oh god Ron Perlman did not need that character. Does not need to be no. there. No, no, They were just like, you Came know what makes this movie good? Ron Perlman. Let's just stick him in there. <laughs> you think in a movie about cat people, and you're going to bring in someone who used to play a cat person who lived in the sewers? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They were now they cast him out of irony. That's pretty much now what it was. No, now they're just fucking mocking me. Is what's going on? Yes, uh, but it's really fun to watch Alice Craig try so hard to like just pull this movie mm-hmm. out of the wreckage, and she fails horribly. But I gotta I give her a lot of credit. <laughs> The script, unfortunately, binds her to the house with nothing to do but yeah. be scared outside the window. All she does is sit there and is all like... She's just weird and fey with weird fey hair. Yeah, that's it. And then she's just that like... That is Alice Krieg's uh, career. And then up. I'm going to go and fuck my son. And yeah, that... Again, yeah. <laughs> and that was... Well, yeah. and it seemed like... It seemed like... First time. <laughs> it seemed like, too, like maybe her approach to the characters, or not just her character but like the species that she and her son are supposed to be like it seemed like the two actors playing mother and son did not have the same approach oh because she was playing it she was still being very maternal with him but then he would be like but darling and it was like that weird like like okay so are you the boyfriend or are you the son yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> well, no, yeah. I get that. But I, I've also read into this, like, because I thought a lot about it, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that we just needed more time. Yeah, yeah what that they, makes sense. Because you introduce a new monster to us. Yeah, for sure. Apparently it's a vague reference from an old book. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know the, the little blurb you get at the beginning from some old book. Right, was, right. About cat people. We don't know what the fuck <laughs> that is. And I'm thinking, okay, is... I'm like, is is because she's female, she doesn't hunt for herself, or she has to be fed. Is Which that is how ass backwards of the animal kingdom anyway? Yeah. I mean, it's usually the other way around, but it's which would find her to the house, like she had for some reason. But we need that. Or we need to say like she was wounded or she's sick or yeah. We never know. know why she won't leave the house, other than she just wants you know. Tell it's time boy. to go stabby yeah. stabby. But it's um. It's it's a weird thing, and I agree. If they had more time to establish what the hell these things were, it probably would have made more sense. No, well, and I, I want to know too. With that whole concept of like, okay, we have to find a girl who's nice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, a virgin, a, basically a virgin. Yeah, but which we'll is attack them in a in a in a in an alley. There's this whole seduction corruption. Yeah, 
like the original Dracula. And I'm into that. So it's this whole drawn out process. This is the way it's done. And it must oh, this is how it goes with this species, is all. I mean, if it's if they are if they're all fucking their mothers or whoever <laughs> Sorry. Whatever emails they're feeding, there's always this jealousy thing, and it's part of the process. I would be mm-hmm. into that if we had that established somehow. But yeah, we don't. it's just like right. they've been doing this for a million years. Why the fuck has she just not gotten it over it yet? You know, right. it's just like, like this is natural. Like, why would she be acting counter to? Are her you own finally just like nature. reaching your limit, or are you always a bitch, or what is happening? Right. You know. Well, and the other thing too well, is, is like she's starving. So I mean, yeah, she, she she's hangry. She gets real hangry. Ma- Mom is hangry. That's essentially it. Uh, well, and the other thing too is it's like okay, so then what the fuck are sleepwalkers? Why are they called sleepwalkers? And why are cat scratches and cat bites fail to them? Yeah, I, that's my you know second, third, and fourth question that I get that I've always that had about I this don't movie. mind at all because that one of the things I just wrote this to somebody because somebody asked why I like cats so much. And one of the things I love mm-hmm. about cats is that. You know, their history is fascinating. They're worshipped as gods and mm-hmm. stuff. And they have this kind of aloof, cryptic, sure. secretive nature to them. So this, I'm always wondering, what's going on with cats? And the fact that cats have some secret bond to protect the world <laughs> from these monsters that you know, they're pretty much been wiped out now, I think is cool. So I, I do like too. Like, because it kind of it just ties. Like, if you saw a scene in a movie where a bunch of dogs were running down the street, you'd be like, eh, whatever. But seeing cats running down the street together, like, oh no, they're fucking up to something. It's right. a creepy <laughs> image when a bunch of cats are running all together. Right. You're like, oh, it's like, they're is, gonna, okay. They're so me. is this is this uh, fucking cat's eye or is this wait till Martin comes? Like, <laughs> tell me which direction I need to jump here, guys. Yeah. It's like it, it's just one of it's a great concept. I loved that concept that you know the cats. I don't are, have a problem you know, with it. Guardians. I just wanted a little wanted bit to more. Know more though. Yeah, yeah. I wanted more backstory because the way it's set up, it's like okay, so that's like saying that you know because humans and chimps are just you know descended from the same common ancestor, chimps make us explode. No. But whatever. Yeah, I don't. I, that's what I don't get. Whatever. It's like just some kind of bastardization of cats. Cats know it. We're the <laughs> okay. only thing. That can kill these things. <laughs> this well, is I'm why. down for it. I just wanted a little bit more. Yeah, I, that's I the only thing that always confused me about sleepwalk. Well, one of the one of the many things that confused me yeah. about sleepwalk. I was going to say is, that was it, huh? Is that it, they are cat people that cats can destroy, and I'm kind of like, um, but you're cats, but right? What I what like I don't is, is this not? just is this just the not. metaphor for hurting cats made like. <laughs> Made real? It's a metaphor for AIDS, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the broccoli it's, it's was a metaphor, yes, AIDS. right. Feline AIDS. Feline and AIDS. AIDS. It's the 90s. It's about AIDS. It's a, it's, a, it's a metaphor for feline leukemia, mm-hmm. okay, Stacey? <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's FIV. Not, yeah, I'm not quite sure exactly what was going on with that. I, but, I mean, like I said, the movie's super fun and campy, but uh, there's a lot mm-hmm. of questions it, like, could have answered and it never did because it wasted time with, you know, fucking scenes. Like, right. I, I really didn't need to see Charles and Mary go at it three times in that movie. Right. So <laughs> Pretty like, much, uh, right? One is enough. One is enough. Okay, why do they have mirrors? Yeah, that's a good they point. Can't yeah, yeah. If you're a creature that like your 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 cover is blown anytime there's a mirror, why do you have mirrors in your house? What the fuck is the matter with you? I know that that also makes it's me like uh, like I hated that movie Skeleton Key, but they at least did it right because you know if you saw their reflection in the mirror, you could see who they truly were. Yeah. So there were no mirrors in the house. So like, okay, that makes sense. 
Well, so yeah. What you just want to like be like, yep, still look like a cat. Time to go about my day. Yeah, it's just like you can't do your hair because the cat, they're hairless cats. Right. That's why her hair is down to the fucking floor because she's like, I don't know what it looks like. Yeah, pretty that's much. Why it's so long. It's because I can't go to a stylist. <laughs> do you know how hard it is to find a stylist without a mirror? She has to go to a groomer, okay? She just yeah, has pretty to go much. To a groomer. And, um, and, and it just, Charles Brady, the, the son, is the weirdest fucking mm-hmm. character ever. Like, he's, he kind of, I know they're trying to make him come across as kind of a good guy creeper, but he kind of, he's a creeper, right? From the get go. Like, the minute yeah. I see him, I'm like, yeah, I would not be interested. He just kind of appears whatever. He's got there. a definite like Ted Bundy vibe thing. Oh going yeah, on. he just like I kind of laugh at that cuz I'm like looking at the heroine going, "You're a moron." This guy's yeah. a creeper right from the start where he's all like, "Let's go out on a picnic in the cemetery." No. That's, That's her idea. That was her idea. Okay, well, she's Plus, still an I'm idiot. not going to lie, <laughs> if a dude came up came to me and she's like what, 14 in this? If some dude came on to me with that when I was 14, I would have eaten it up. Not me. I would have been like, you know, I'm calling her idea. <laughs> I don't care. It's still creepy. He didn't know what Homeland was. I don't care. It's still like, fucking yes, creepy. Yes, okay? let's go to the cemetery. I'll wear what little black I have and pretend that I'm deep. But really, I'm just 14. <laughs> like dog- okay. Like dogs are easy to train. Dogs are relatively easy to work with on camera. I have this many cats. Do what you need to do on camera, and particularly Clovis. Mm-hmm. There are with emotional weight with that fucking cat that has nothing to do with the cat. The cat is mm-hmm. you know, to its trainer, but the fact they've edited it so well when Clovis's owner, that cop, got killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just sat there. I'm like, ah! it's because the cat was the best actor in the movie. Pretty much. That's why. <laughs> From a cat who's not acting, he's just being a cat. It's amazing. Right. I'm just saying that cat deserved an Oscar. That cat was amazing. That <laughs> cat Rondo award. That, that cat was really the only sympathetic character in the whole damn thing. It was the cat. Everyone in that movie was an idiot except for Clovis. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's how it was. Everyone else was a moron. Oh <laughs> Clovis is the only one who knew what the fuck was going on. Something that we haven't the fuck heard. How the fuck is anybody supposed to be? Did you catch this stuff? Um, uh, what's her name? Tanya's parents. Mm-hmm. Are also Ferris Bueller's parents? Oh, oh really? shit! How did I miss that? that? How the yep. fuck did I miss that? Yep. Same Holy parents. shit! I'm so shocked after actually Stacy missed that. that. <laughs> that disease that was going to kill him. He adopted Tanya and moved to this little town. Right. I will Decided say, I did Chicago, like, not for them. I did like the fact that like Tanya or Tanya's parents were like. Like, pretty cool, supportive human beings. They weren't, like, the typical, like, you're not leaving the house with that boy. Right. Type of thing. Or was... you're just being hysterical, even yeah, though you're, like, covered in blood pretty... and have a gash in your side. Yeah, they were actually pretty reasonable human beings. And I kind of loved that about those characters because they were, like, you, you kind of liked them as parents. They weren't assholes. Because so, usually mm-hmm. in, you know, the teen horror films like that, you got asshole parents who are all like, you're silly. Don't, right, you know. or they're all Clue Gulager and Nightmare on Elm Street too. Exactly. So the, the pigeon and, fucking explodes in front of you, and you're <laughs> trying to find some way to logicalize it. I know. So it's like, but it's also one of those things that I probably would take my daughter to the hospital if she's a giant cat boy is after me. You know, it's like, <laughs> and her, and he's fucking his mother. You know, so honey, you've been under a lot of stress, and I think you need to cut back on your hours. Yeah, I think I think theater. we're gonna have to. You quit your day job, please, dear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, it it's a fun movie though. I like I enjoyed the hell out of it. Sure, you know, it's, it's funny. So horrible. I really enjoyed the fuck out of it, you know? 
It's one of those that I think could do with a remake. Yeah. I would actually yeah. like I think it could be made remake. better. Oh, I totally think they can it can make it better. I would actually love to see them remake it and go more into the lore and go right. more into Not too much. I just need a little bit cuz like no, I yeah, like a little bit of mystery. Like sense. I don't need to know what's going on with the cats well, because sure. it's mystery of cats. I don't need like every, you know, da but the way it's set up now, we've got an if a plus b equals question mark like i need a little bit more i yeah just just enough to make me go okay that makes sense like you know love- things that i'm like this makes absolutely no sense and now i'm just gonna sit here and puzzle it the whole movie you know like you know who loved this movie hmm. you know who loved this movie you not she's stephen sitting- king well, she's sitting right here Oh, smoochy, smoochy. Love. I, I will this, say, you know, cats do like this glued movie. to the screen for the last ten minutes. <laughs> Dunwich is indifferent. She's still asleep on the shelf underneath. My I desk. will say that minion sat and watched it with me. Sleepwalker, a twenty-five pound cat gets one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> That's true. I got to say, Sleepwalker versus Smoochie. I'm putting my money on Smoochie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. When she's when poor girls left her all alone and everybody's dead, and she's just like just you and me, Clovis. Just you and me. I'm like, it's just you and me, Smoochie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty me. sure Smoochie's gonna but, kick some ass in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's just you and me, Dunwich and Salem. Yeah, if it was Cabrio just Stroh. me and Minion, I'd be so and fucking Chewy. screwed. And <laughs> Yeah, if I also was- like, I also like the idea that all these cats did all this magical shit. <laughs> Killed magical being and then just went home to their owners. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's time for the Gushy Foods. We're out. <laughs> Pretty much. I hope that bitch didn't lock my damn door shut again. I don't want to bounce off of it. They go, they destroy like some horrible magical creatures, and then they're on the fence going, ah! <laughs> like, Well, you know, cats are one of the few animals who kill for fun. Yeah. Oh, so that's really, it's really not a stretch. Yeah. Really like, I had a really like, good time. I killed some sleepwalkers. That was a fun night. Now, what do you think, Merv? Yeah, it was a really good night. <laughs> Why'd you kill him? Why not? A day and find out that Smoochie had left like Alice Craig's head laying on Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come in and find a finger in the water bowl. She's oh, just sitting there with the, with the head next to her like, what's up? <laughs> See what I did? Look, I brought you a present. Learn to hunt. Come on, man. <laughs> I had a cat. My cat Floyd was. Uh, anytime something went missing and he thought he took it, you just watched the water dish, because eventually it would it would turn up in his water dish. He uh-huh. loved to carry shit around and then drop it in the water dish. And one day we came home from church and Skipper's head was in the water dish. Oh! And I had a hysterical five and three year old niece to uh. <laughs> oh, that's I was like well. Stop ripping your doll's heads off and clean your fucking room. <laughs> I, I will say that um, if it was the Sleepwalkers versus Minion, I'd be fucked. Yeah, you'd be totally boned. <laughs> just, yeah, bless his, bless his brain-damaged little heart. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a cat in the 90s around this time called Tinker, who was awesome. Uh, big muscle cat mm-hmm. and, and quite the hunter. And since he was big... It was never birds and mice. It was, you know, raccoons, rabbits. Right. Awesome. (laughs) And I had this ongoing fear that one day I would open up the door and find one of the neighborhood kids curled up on the doorbell. (laughs) (laughs) And him just sitting there like, hey. (laughs) Look at I killed a baby. You're just like, I'll protect you. I'll protect you, Tinker. (laughs) 
Yeah, Did you ever read that Oreo good in Jurassic Park when the problems or the the copies ate that baby's face? <laughs> I can just imagine. Yep, brought it to home for you. That you proud of me? You proud of me, aren't you? Huh? Yeah, e, hey. you're too thin. Uh, you take two neighborhood children. They're Here, small. Have two babies. Babies are delicious, but never have an orgy <laughs> with them. <laughs> That's true. Pull back. Uh, and we've come full circle. And we've come full circle. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that baby orgy is the thing we've decided to come full circle the one with. Thing, that and metaphor for AIDS. Yes, we're this is yep. a banner episode. Yeah, we're gentlemen. reaching for the fucking stars uh, here. Aren't we're we? gonna lose so many fucking listeners this episode. Yeah. Come on, like we had that many to begin with. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> we're gonna lose all five since of them. Do, since when do we have listeners? Yeah, uh, well, I, but we're gonna go down to four. <laughs> you have survived. You don't have listeners, you have survivors. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Two lunatics <laughs> screaming into the void. Oh, God. Yeah, there was a lot of horrible one-liners, too, in this movie. I yes. Say that. Terrible. And they made me Cop really angry. Cop. The Cop, Cop, Cop Kebab. Just, you need to eat your vegetables. It's just the yeah. bitch. I will snatch you bald-headed. Oh, yeah. yeah. That just, mm -hmm. just that, What it just happened with previous to the Cop Kebab was horrifying enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With that pencil thing. You could have just left it there, and but you said cop kebab and ruined it. It instantly right. made Charles so not scary. Like for a minute right. there, you're kind of like, ooh, and then you're like, oh, well, you're you, you're a pun master. I fucking hate you. <laughs> right. It's like jabbering clown of a villain. Mm -hmm. and, not, and again, not, it's like, like this is this is what they have instead of a sense of humor. Yeah, and that's kind of like it was such a trope in the '90s. And I mean, it ruined fucking Hellraiser for me. Hellraiser three, which was yeah. mildly entertaining, and then they started making him fucking pinhead. They started making him into like right. a quipster, and I'm like, what? Yeah, the shit? he was a he was a bad Freddy Krueger. That made me so off. angry, and I was all like, fuck this movie, fucking in the ear. Why are you doing this? Well, come on, man. Once they had the 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 fucking CD spitting Cenobite. Yeah, that was it. Was pretty drop much all over out. by then. Oh hey, did you catch the Friday the Thirteenth connection? Is there one in this one? Yes, there is. What is no, it? I, I didn't missed catch it. it. Uh, the photographer who shows up uh, at the graveyard mm -hmm. to take her picture of the bruises is Stu Charno, who is the redhead in front of the 13th Part 2, who goes to the bar and never comes back. Oh, the dude, oh. From, uh, the dude from Once Bitten. Yeah. Oh yeah, the God, Civil War. The Civil War vampire from Once Bitten. Fuck, I missed that. Totally wasn't missed that. He, wasn't he in... That movie Midnight Sun that we watched? I think he was, actually. He was I think the he detective, wasn't, wasn't yeah. he? a lot. Which makes this was. movie and Leprechaun 3 the same universe. Yep. Oh, I got God. Okay, so we, we've tied them together. Yeah. He survived so. Camp Crystal Lake, got a job as a police photographer. <laughs> I think the most interesting things about these movies right now is how we're linking them all together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, the, the huge uh, unspoken <laughs> horror movie conspiracy. Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Well, it was more entertaining, realistically, than most of these movies. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I also have to give the, uh, the movie props, uh, props for song choices. True. Yeah, I like uh, the, the Sleepwalker, that instrumental thing, bow, bow, that 50 song. That's really great what choice. it's called. I never knew that was the name of the song. I just called it the bow, oh, bow song. So it's a little on the nose, but musically, it's an eerie song. Oh, right. it totally is. It's a good it's choice, for sure. Playing that passes for a soundtrack, that mm, that humming thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kenya. Really? Is it? And single. 
Wow. I never knew that. I thought it was uh, like composed for the fucking movie. This movie had perfect. This this movie had more money behind it too than I initially thought. It had fifteen million. It was yeah. And in ninety ninety two, that was nothing to sneeze at. That was it was a big deal. Like I remember the advertising campaign. It was supposed to be like this big deal coming out because it's from Stephen King and it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. like uh, the next generation of horror films. And then it came out and everyone was like, oh, you know. What I liked, I remember the trailers, uh, like the TV ads and stuff. The first, you know, twenty seconds of the trailer made it look like a romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah, it really did actually. And then he turned into a cat person. <laughs> Where so. you're, I want to see somebody who cuts it so that it is a romantic comedy trailer. Oh god, and I then, love that. And then it'll be like, and then just when you think you've met the perfect guy. He turns out to be a cat, and then it goes into "Welcome to your life, pretty baby." Oh, I know. He's standing in front of her house in the boombox, and the random cats are jumping on. Him. Pretty loud. <laughs> I think he's, he's got like just be. he's got like icky feet because he doesn't like to get wet because he's a cat. I'm totally imagining the whole thing with the like, it just like what if. You found the love of his life, and he was a hairless cat who fucked his mom. Right. Around the world, pretty baby. <laughs> it's like literally that's what it would be. It'd be amazing. Yep. Somebody wants to. <laughs> that was about the size of it. Hey, now he's a cat man. Change the little box is cat fan. <laughs> Lick yeah. your own butt. I think the movie would actually work as a romantic comedy. So. I think it would. This really <laughs> reminds me of. <laughs> have you guys read those Cat Boss comics? Yes. Yeah this this would tie in quite nicely with that. <laughs> I do. It agree, turns out though, it's just a movie about Cat Boss trying to get laid. I, I do agree though that it would have. I, I would like to have. I'd like to actually see a remake of this. It, it has potential mm-hmm. to be something really kind of interesting and a good monster movie. But yeah, I agree. I don't know why he focused on the things he... Once again, he writes a fucking baby orgy, and then there's incest in this, and that's what he focused on in this one. It's like, what is wrong with you, Stephen? Well, Stephen King... It's also the studio. It's also yeah, the Stephen King did lots of people it. made this stew. I and know. Who knows? Yeah, because who knows what the actual screenplay but, looked like. Uh, true, but sometimes Stephen King makes me wonder. <laughs> I well, I mean, that's... But sometimes he makes me wonder. <laughs> that's Stephen King for you, because, you know, like I was talking about before, quit barking. Um, I was talking about this. Sorry, I have to let my dogs out. The the, Who let the dogs King out? reread. It was me the whole time. It was me. Um, Mystery solved. <laughs> pretty much twenty years in the making. But they uh, the 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 Stephen King reread led me. I, I realized I had never read Skeleton Crew all the way through. I'd only read The Mist. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently reading Skeleton Crew, and it's like. Oh, how do I want to articulate this? Families having secrets is like a big thing with Stephen King. Oh, it totally is. So it really doesn't surprise me that, you know, he's going to the incest well as often as he, as he does. True. But I don't know. It just for, for a while there, I think it was just in the 90s, I noticed that he, there was just a lot of, well, how are we going to make this shocking? Well, let's just add weird sex stuff. And well, it just, yeah, and that was that was ever, that was like the that 90s. Goddamn, that, that terrible Dagon movie that oh, Stuart, God, Stuart yeah. Garden did where it was basically shadow over Innsmouth, but in Spain with octopus people. Yeah. It was the same thing. There was references to inbreeding because that was like a common trope with HR. Uh, yeah. Or HP Lovecraft. HR Puffin stuff. Why do you think he's that color, Patrick? I really um, think HR Puffin stuff is an elder God to be frankly. Right, he is too. I'm just saying. But with HP Lovecraft, I mean, cause you know, they talk about like degenerate inbreeding and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. 
but they don't, you know, none of H.P. Lovecraft's stories are actively like, here's a brother and sister, and they're in an incestuous relationship right now. Yeah. It's always something that's referred to more in the past. And so then when they did Dagon, it was basically like, a, you know, shadow over Innsmouth, but with active incest. Yeah. I, it just, I, I really do think it's like a cheap ploy, like a, everybody's shocked by this, throw it in. Yeah, that's kind of what gets annoying after a while. I mean, maybe when Sleepwalkers came out, it was more like shocking, but... <laughs> I was just kind of, I, I guess by the time I started watching it, I'm like, oh, look, more fucking incest to be Yeah, it just kind of seems like it's a... It's a yawn. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yawn, stop sleeping with in your mom. In a movie mom. like this? In a movie like this? Yes. Seen it. <laughs> it's like... Pretty much. I do like the plot keywords on IMDb, which is nudity, sex scene, mother-son incest, incestuous cess, and based on the works of Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody got stuck in a rut there. I, I think so. That just, it's like, well, if you want, you know, mo- mother, son, kitty sex, this movie's yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you ever yeah. wondered what it would be like if a mother and son cat did it, but they were humans? Wonder well, we no solved more. that mystery for you. It's, and they were Stephen uncomfortable King sex scenes, too. They weren't like, I mean, they well, were just I just like, want to know. So is his dick barbed like a male cat? That's what I wanted to know. I want to know. I don't know, but it shoots lights. So who knows? Right? Is it true? I will Maybe say, that's Brian, to hide the bars. it could be like one of those party lamps, the ones that spin. <laughs> I will say, though, Brian Krause grew up to be pretty good looking. I'm looking he at pictures too. of him yeah, now. He's actually quite that, attractive. He grew he, out of the weird face syndrome, too. He stopped looking like a douche, and he looks like a gentleman now. Because, <laughs> yeah, he had 90s douche written all over him oh, at that totally. age. Oh, totally. The hair. It was that yeah, it's hair. the hair. And but the it was sweater. the hair of the period. That is exactly. But I mean, again, you're going with the whole Ted Bundy thing. That is yeah. the look that yeah, we know. Totally. I'm going to say that the, sweater the, the made charming, me angry. The charming sociopath. I, his fucking sweater made me angry. I don't care what anyone said. He had that that fucking pastel sweater with his little striped shirt. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> right. Just made, I don't know why. Anytime that a made dude me wears pastels in the '90s, you need to back away because yeah. nothing good's coming from I'm it. Just all like, fuck you and fuck your sweater, okay? <laughs> really. And your mother. <laughs> and fuck your mother. Well, you're already Again, doing that. For the fourth time. Yeah, but I guess we don't have to worry about that. In case you missed it. In case you missed it, incest. So, by the way, did we mention oh, these two were boning? We by were the kind way, of subtle before. Yeah. Uh, by the works of Stephen King. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so it's incest, baby orgies, and a metaphor for AIDS today. Yeah, <laughs> all right. What, that's what we're... Nice. That's what we're... Um, that's where we're at right now. Okay. It's nice to know that we reached real high this uh, I know. Episode. God. Mark of quality. Creepy kitsch. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, As always. I, I would recommend this movie just because it's fucking hilariously weird. And oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. It's just weird. It's a fun, campy film. Have a couple drinks. Sit down with some friends who love bad movies and, and riff tracks the fuck out of it. I mean, that's what I would do. Oh, for sure. That's how I would approach this film. I don't know if I'd ever own it, but it would be something that I'm like, oh, Sleepwalkers is on. Turn it on. You know? Right. It'd be the kind of thing where it's like if I'm I'm channel searching, surfing on TV, which I don't do anymore because I don't have cable. Mm, but if yeah, I was either. and Sorry. Sleepwalkers was on like TBS or something, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Put this yeah, on I would while put I it on in the, background the background and do something else and just kind of giggle <laughs> softly to myself. Right. And then look up occasionally and be like, and incest. And, and they're boning. And they're boning again. <laughs> Pretty okay. much. Can we can we move on? Okay. Go back to my Pokemon Go or something like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, and then like watch to see if your cats react at all to it. Pretty much. I think that would be the best thing. Get drunk and I see if your cats react. I think she was upset. She's like, shit. They made a movie about this? Shit. 
Yeah, it's like, all well, great. secrets have been revealed. <laughs> the naked apes know about it now. This is why we can't have nice things. I think that's what it was. The cat people who live under Washington had to make sure that this movie did not succeed. Mm-hmm. Fucking two-legged motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, because they had to, that's why the movie flopped. That's exactly. Well, it didn't flop, though. It made, made double its budget. Oh, okay. I thought it flopped. I totally thought it was I mean, a big it, bomb. It's a modest success, but... They I guess made thirty-three million. More, I think is what it was because back in the day when you would make a horror movie, horror movies with a big budget were still cheap. Mm-hmm. True, pretty much. Because you didn't have to pack it with you know stars from the CN, right? The CW. I, I think what I must have been like they must have been expecting it to be bigger because all I remember when it came out, people talking about how it just like oh my god, it was such a big bomb and da 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 da. I think they were expecting it to be well. Yeah, more I don't think it was like it was. Yeah, nobody's skirt was blown off, but uh, um. <laughs> except maybe Patrick's. well, okay, Patrick's <laughs> skirt was blown off, but but you know, doubling your budget—that's nothing to sneeze at. No, it's not. But you know, it, I, I'm guessing that whatever standards they were hoping for, they didn't reach it or something. But clearly, it, it, they, financially, they made their money back. So mm-hmm. hey, and I'm actually shocked we didn't get a Sleepwalkers too because of that. Right. Straight to DVD. Uh, Sleepwalkers 2, The Revenge of Smoochie. Uh, <laughs> That's what it should be. <laughs> uh, Smoochie's Vengeance. Smoochie's Revenge. <laughs> Smoochie's Rising. Oh, that would have been amazing. <laughs> I would so be, I, I would so watch that. I'd watch that. In a fucking heartbeat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you would too. Don't even act like you wouldn't. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. please. Like, her ego needs to be any bigger. <laughs> She would be, yeah, she'd have her own trailer. Only green M&M's. She'd be like, yeah, what, do you see any sleepwalkers around here? You're welcome. <laughs> treats. You're welcome, now. And that's the whole movie. Like, it's 15 minutes. <laughs> that's it. Oh, no, there was just one here, and I killed it. Treats. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for a treat now. How about now? Now? How about now? How about 12? <laughs> How about you just put them down and walk away, motherfucker? Just walk away from the treats. We will all be happier that way. <laughs> Uh, I honestly now now I want to see I want to see Leprechaun versus Showgirls and I want to see (laughs) a remake or a sequel to uh, Sleepwalker starring Patrick's cat. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) these things need to happen. I'm a little sad we're never going to get them. And yeah, I'm going to cry a little bit, but hey. (laughs) <laughs> See, I'd like to say that Dunwich would like hold her own, but realistically, what would happen is she would find someplace warm, curl up to sleep, and then hiss occasionally if she thought somebody was going to touch her back feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and that's would, it. That would probably be Scout. That's all she'd do. Um, I actually would like to see Sleepwalkers versus the Thunder Twins. That would be pretty fucking. That would funny. be mm-hmm. hilarious. Just two ragdolls. The Sleepwalkers looking. would be running and scream or running in, in terror while all they Dane and Thorin are like. The Dan and Thorne are like, let's be friends. Let's me, me. Love me. <laughs> Pretty much. No cat scratching, just them chasing after them going, look, I want to sit in your lap. I want to touch you. I want to rub against you. <laughs> look, I'm not licking you. I'm not licking you. I'm not scratching you. I'm not licking you. <laughs> Accidentally okay, trips over. <laughs> Thorin lays down in the middle of the hallway. One trips of them one. And breaks their neck. Oh they God, ain't enough traps with these motherfucking ragdolls. That would be fucking amazing. I would. <laughs> release the rag dolls. I, we have yeah, no it, choice. That would be the best plot of like the second Sleepwalkers movie is like the Sleepwalkers are in a house like Saw style and all these other cats are like, you know, they're jumping out of like places and the rag dolls are laying across ways to booby trap the hallway. You know, it's just them yeah. trying to escape a house full of cats. They're like, hey, motherfucker, thought I was a, a rug, huh? Yeah, that would be amazing. I'd be so You damn. know, the, 
Well, and I like it too because it would be more along the lines of, you know, you want to pet me. Look at how fluffy I am. Yeah. I'm Come so home. fluffy. Touch my that fluffy sh- butt. <laughs> I'm going to roll over. Do you like my pantaloons? Look you at my fluffy t- belly. Look at my belly. You want I'll, this I'll, belly. I'll totally crawl in bed with you while you're sleeping. <laughs> it would be great. They are. They're like little porn, little fluffy porn stars when you get right Oh, they totally to are. Totally are. Oh, the Thunder Twins. I, my the life little is... sluts immediately got in bed with me last yeah, October. The, it was pretty I hilarious. I swear to God, those those cats are like, they, they have brightened my life since moving into my house. Maybe oh, not yeah. minions, maybe not scouts, but mine, definitely. Yeah, they're fine. So, okay, so I guess we can wrap it up because uh, I don't think we have anything left to say about <laughs> Sleepwalkers other than Mm-mm. us uh, writing the next screenplay. Which uh-huh. we could. Next uh, two screenplays. The next two screenplays. <sighs> I do have a, uh, an apropos of nothing, I do have a movie recommend. What? What is it? I finally watched The Devil's Candy. Have you watched that yet? No, I oh, want to yes. see it. It was really good. I heard nothing yeah. but good things about it. It yeah. was really good. The The tagline is a little misleading because they're making it out like the dad is going to be the next person to like kill everybody with the demonic possession and that's well, not you really don't know. i mean that's a mystery it. for a while because it's affecting mm-hmm. him but you don't know yeah right he's got a connection to Spoiler. it but it's not as as that's direct okay. it's really really fucking good it. though um, you know what i thought should, was cool um, about it go ahead uh what i thought was cool about it is that normally in movies and in society's perception heavy metal music is the music of the devil of course of yeah evil but in this movie it's the music of family and home and love. Well, in a bond. Yeah, it bonds the father and daughter. Which mm-hmm. I think is a nice perspective mm-hmm. on it. Maybe we should which do that for our next episode then. Yeah, I, I love to totally watch that. I've been wanting to watch it anyway. And I'm really kind of annoyed that Ethan Embry is like super hot right now. He's really hot in that movie. Because too. like I, I've I had dibs on him since like 1991. And <laughs> <laughs> See, he really does it for me when he's like this. I think it's season three where he's doing baby yoga mm-hmm. with the pregnant girl. And he's on his back in little short shorts with his knees up in his ears. And I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating my fist right now. Wait, what, 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 what movie is that again? It's <laughs> in great. Oh, I, I got I to gotta watch that. He was, yeah, he was he was way hot. I like him scruffy though. He doesn't do much for me otherwise, but he was way scruffy and Devil's Candy and and sweaty. Uh, yeah, very I'm, sweaty. I'm always down for sweaty scruffy dudes and a tortured artiste. So God knows I love me some of those. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. he's not hot. He's been hot for he's been hot since 1991. You just haven't noticed. It's true. No, I think I just like, think he's I hot have. when he's like a heavy metal dad. But I liked when the daughter was starting her new day at school. And she's like walking morosely and then he, he calls her back and she turns around and he throws the horns at her and she throws the horns back. Yeah. I guess we're going to – let's do that next episode then. We'll find another okay. movie to pair with I'm it. down. Oh, I totally want to watch that movie. So let's yeah, do it. Yeah, it's really good. It's on Netflix. So check Sweet. it out. Well, we'll be doing that movie next ep- next month. Um, Along I with, believe... uh, I don't know, something else. Yeah. Oh, uh, update on our hacking issue. I, Lou, thank fucking God, found a bunch of episodes for us. Not all of them, but a bunch of them he had saved. So I re-uploaded, especially like literally episodes one through nine, which I thought were lost forever. And okay. he actually remastered them so they don't sound like ass. 
Wow, and, I didn't think those could be saved. I mean, they still sound crappy, but not as crappy as they did when they <laughs> first came out. Not as crappy. Uh, he made them sound much better. And um, so I uploaded all of those. So we do have a few more episodes from the back list finally back up. I'm going to see if I have the rest of them on my old laptop. But we do have some of the old episodes up, and I'm like, oh, thank fucking God. So hopefully I can find the rest. So keep your fingers crossed. If you happen to have any episodes sitting around that you downloaded and it's sitting somewhere on a hard drive, let me know, and we'll see if we can get a hold of them from you. Right. Um, so we'll record again uh, next month. I can't believe we did two fucking episodes in one month. I'm a little know, right? weirded out by that, to be perfectly honest. Like, mm-hmm. it's a flu- it will never happen again. No, it nope. won't. Nope. This is it. <laughs> won't. I'm an anomaly. You are. You, you're. You're the magical podcasting. You're theory. our favorite ginger anomaly. You are. Mm-hmm. You are. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Sincerely, though, Patrick, we had a lot of fun. Oh, you're and, welcome. It's, yeah, been, sure. it's been a pleasure. I've been in such a funk lately. This has helped me out of it. Oh, so. good. We're glad that our crude sar- snarkiness has helped you get out of your right. funk. It's always nice. Our efforts at, okay. you know, being, quote unquote, entertaining. Uh, yeah, yeah. All five Wait, is that what we were doing? Us. I thought we were being deep and insightful. This is sure, like yeah. About about the Whatever cat, gets about the night, with cat people. That's exactly right? always well, well, it's about be. time somebody I really appreciated the way the pre Pubescent girl gave her vaginas to the other boys in the sewers. It was kind of um, <laughs> similar to Ulysses' descent. Not Ulysses. Who am I thinking of? Orpheus' descent into hell. And um, but she looked back and the semen. Never mind. I had nothing. <laughs> Gross. I love the fact that you used the word Orpheus. <laughs> in reference to a teenager. I like the death. fact that you were no, just... I know. I was like referencing her Orpheus to the Orpheus legend. I am... Laugh. I'm slow clap. <laughs> so I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressive. I love that. That was wonderful. <laughs> I'm just impressed that he resisted the urge to refer to it as a glazed donut. Um. Wow. <laughs> now I can't unsee that. You're welcome. Wow. I don't know. I've never had a donut that was kind of... Salty? That... Sticky? No. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've never seen. Actually, I've never seen a donut that looked like a vagina or a vagina looking like a donut. It's the wrong shape. Okay, but you haven't lived. clearly. Uh, you haven't eaten donuts on the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I'm also a huge homosexual, so what do I? Know? Touche. That's My, fair. Maybe looking you in the face the whole damn time. You eating a donut shaped like a vagina might be the only time you're going to be vagina. like motherfucker. I can never eat a bear claw again. Throws it down <laughs> disgust. I am done with this cream puff. especially when you squeeze it oh yeah that's what we like to never mind i'm not gonna say it (laughs) not even gonna go there Mm, i regret nothing because i will get the dry heaves and i just know it i'm just gonna (laughs) just not gonna say a word (laughs) right now maybe later (laughs) we can save that for off air yeah we're gonna wait so anyway, so we'll be back next month. Definitely doing Devil's Candy and something else, clearly. Yes. And uh, everyone have a lovely evening. Thanks for putting yes. up with our bullshit. Uh, if you want to find us, you can find us at our blog, Creepy Kitsch, uh, at blogspot.com. Sorry, dot blogspot.com. Uh, you can email us at creepykitschgals at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is pretty active for the most part, even though sometimes we are not. So if you want to join our Facebook page, feel free. Uh, and and um, yeah, I would say follow us on Twitter, but I know I barely use Twitter except for my smut novels, and I don't think you use Twitter anymore. So I uh, use Twitter, you, but it's mostly to uh, retweet political stuff. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> and if you'd like to find your guests podcast, yes, you can find you, it at www.screamqueens.com, and that is Queens with a Z, <laughs> like Liza. And do you have a Twitter or anything, or no? 
Yes, it's. Oh, I'm not going to do all. I mean, yeah, it's 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 Scream Queens everything with a Z. It's, I'm Scream <laughs> Queens on that. I'm Scream Queens on Instagram. I I I am I am uniform in my bond in my branding and my bonding. I don't know why I said I'm really tired now. You're exhausted <laughs> me. Well, I'm uniform in my bondage. It is seven o'clock over there. So. Oh <laughs> yeah. I, Sorry. <laughs> it's eight o'clock now. So and you've had a long week, so it's understandable. <laughs> so yeah, listen to Scream Queens. It's awesome. I highly recommend it. We love yes. it. It's one of my Patrick's favorite podcasts. Patrick's got a Patreon. Go throw him some Go money. throw money at him. fucking kill all of you. Yeah. She will. All four of you. <laughs> all four of you. She'll kill. All four of you. I will Which makes it you. easy it for her. It will take 17 minutes. <laughs> I will beat your motherfucking heads in. She'll kill you with her brain. And it'll a cork. Like, it'll be like scanners. <laughs> it'll be fun. Indeed. Exactly. All right. Well, everyone, have a good night. We will be back next month. Bye. Bye. girl should okay kids so that's going to the end of creepy kids yay so be sure to check out the ladies over there if you liked what you heard that's c-r-e-e-p-y-k-i-t-c-h spelled like witch not like the stuff you get in the knickknack shop and you will have a great time thank you stacy and cindy for letting me using the audio from this podcast that we did for this the final the final, the final hiatus show. I forgot the word, so I just kept saying final over and over, hoping I was going to remember what it was, but I didn't, so there we go. I did get a lot of email and a couple of voicemails over the last episode. Apparently, my visit to the nightmare closet struck some nerves, and I'm not going to deal with them now. I'm going to save them for the reboot. Of the, the relaunch, rather, of the new show. So we have something – we have some people to listen to then because that will be great and cool because I have some people that I want to thank right now. Now, you know, I've been talking about things I've been listening to to get me through the hiatus. But there's also some stuff that I've discovered that I've watched. First of all, my friend David in Toronto, who I adore, he's become a very close friend very quickly. And he suggested, oh, you should really check out – Kath and Kim. I'm addicted to it. It's really funny. And I was like, I remember that. It was a show that got canceled after one episode. And he said, no, 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 no. It was based on a – that was the American version. There's an Australian version that ran for many, many seasons and it's brilliant. And my phone is ringing. Sorry, David. Okay, that was Mr. Brad giving me the update on the website and that everything's going great and then I'll be able to post this episode for you folks to listen to. But it was still extremely rude for you to interrupt me. Talking about David possibly winning Scream Queen of the Week for recommending the show Kath and Kim. And now I don't remember where I was. Okay, well, David said, watch the show. It's awesome. I said, well, and then I tell the American version. It's stupid. He's like, this is the Australian version. He showed me a clip, and I loved it. And then, like, the next day, what gets added to Netflix? 
Oh, that's right. You can't answer me because it's a podcast. Right. Well, the, 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 entire, the entire run of Kath and Kim is there, plus specials, plus movies. It's all there, and I've been eating it up like candy. It is mean-spirited humor, similar to AbFab, but not quite at all. Everybody is just awful. I recommend putting the uh, subtitles on because a lot of it is verbal wordplay, and uh, plus Australian accents, and uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Kath and Kim, it's fabulous. I love it. So, David, David, David for recommending this fabulous show. My little friend from Canada, you are the... Oh, wait a minute. Wait. But then again, someone else recommended a show, too. Right. See, I have been watching on Hulu some old... Well, not old, but not new... Miss Marple Mysteries from the BBC, and I was thrilled to discover that in some of them, in the later ones, they added a character that Agatha Christie never wrote. It's a sidekick for Miss Marple, who pops up occasionally from episode to episode, not in every one, but every now and then. And who is this sidekick played by? None other than Joanna Lumley from AbFab. Yeah, it's Patsy, Pats, Pats, Patsy Stone, Patsy, Patsy, Patsy Stone, Stone, Patsy, Patsy Stone, Patsy, Patsy, Patsy Stone, yes! And I went on Facebook, and I was raving. I was so happy to have found it and how fabulous it was. And then this little voice chimed in, listener Alan. And he said, well, if you like that, you should check out Sapphire and Steel. I said, what's that? He said, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's best you just find out for yourself. Well, I did. And oh, boy. Sapphire and Steel is a British sci-fi series that ran quite a few seasons, late 70s to the mid-80s or so. And it also stars Joanna Lumley. And it is trash. Oh my God, it's so bad, but it's so good. It's so good. It's so unintentionally funny. But the thing is, it's often surprisingly well-written sci-fi. And her and uh, her co-star, David McCallum, they are really taking this absolutely ridiculous stuff 100% seriously, giving it all of their, you know, RSC acting school chops. And everything around them is bargain basement cheap. It is cheap and it's cheap, cheap, cheap. You know, you've seen the old Doctor Who's. You know what they look like. Now carry this over and add it in another show and then put Joanna Lumley in it and I'm pissing myself. I've been watching for like three seasons. I still don't understand the concept of this show. I think they're like the embodiments of actual elements. So they're actually sapphire and they're actually steel but personified. And their job, I think, is to fight kind of, sort of, time crimes. I don't know. I don't understand the concept. I don't think they understand the concept. I think everything gets made up from show to show, and I don't care because they'll be there, and like apparently Joanna Lumley's power is her eyes change color, and sometimes her outfits just change. She can change them at will. Like, poof, I'm in a totally different outfit. I'm like, that is a cool thing to have. And there was an episode where she was possessed, and at a certain point, I'm like, oh, she just turned into Patsy. She was possessed by an evil like World War II ghost, and she turned into Patsy. And I said, wow, maybe in a later episode she gets possessed by this ghost again, and she gets stuck there, and that's where the character of Patsy came from. I don't know. 
I don't know. Anything could happen on this show because it's Sapphire and Steel. As long as it happens really, really cheap. Anyway, they'll be there taking shit seriously, and they're getting attacked by, like, some absolutely ridiculous hand puppet that looked like it came from the dollar store. And it is just so funny. And I just picture them. You know, Jennifer Saunders and Don French casting Ab Fab. They're like, oh, my God, Sapphire just walked in. <laughs> oh, my God, we got her to do her show. Oh, my God. <laughs> We got Sapphire to be on the show. She was not Sapphire. <laughs> and now she's going to play a classy fashion model. Blah. Anyway, I love Sapphire and Steel. Between this and Kath and Kim, I just go back and forth between the two. I eat them up like candy, and they make me very, very happy. So, Alan, for introducing me to Sapphire and Steel and rounding out this experience that David started with Kath and Kim getting me the, an intercontinental feel to my trash TV. You are the... Oh, fuck. I totally forgot about Brett. Oh, listener Brett was really kind because he actually sent in the mail. He sent me something physical. He sent me a menu that was in the style of a newspaper from a zombie-themed burger uh, joint that he went to. Yeah, and I was going to take pictures of it and put it on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. But apparently, in addition to being preternaturally disposed to killing sleepwalkers, cats also don't like zombie restaurants because before I even really got a chance to look at it, Smoochie ate it. Yeah, I had been on the phone and I wandered into the other room, and when I came back from the other room, Miss Thing had ripped the whole thing apart with her mouth and spit it out all around the kitchen. So uh, I never got a chance to look at it myself, and I couldn't share of it. But you know what, Brett? It's the thought that counts. It's the thought and the effort that you put into it, that you didn't just take a picture of the menu and you sent it to me. No, you put it in an envelope and you put a stamp on that envelope and you went to the post office and you sent it to them and you wrote down my address and sent it to my house. That is the extra effort that wins you, Brett, the title of Scream Queen. Oh, fuck. God damn it. All right, there's one more of you. Oh, listener Chris. You know, Chris, Chris, he was the one who took over the episode for a day and made me watch that really bizarro prison, women's prison movie with the zombies and the dead riot. It's a shadow dead riot. That's what it was. He made me watch that, you know, because he's a patron. And that's his, that's his powerful perk that he got for supporting the show, that he gets to take over for an episode. But that's not the point right now. He was kind enough. He was at a horror convention, and he got Kelly Maroney's signature for me. He knows how much I like her and how... I don't think I've told the story on the show, but I've told it elsewhere that she was kind of – her and Catherine Mary Stewart and Night of the Comet were kind of influential. No, they were absolutely in from uh, – uh, they were an important part of my coming to terms with being gay, okay? And I'm going to tell the story another day because this show's been going on long enough. But he got me Kelly Maroney's autograph, and he mailed it to me. Again, went to the went to the post office, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, and got my address and put it in the mail for me. Extra effort, effort, effort. And it never came. And it wasn't coming. And it didn't arrive. And weeks went by. And then finally, it showed up in the mailbox. And I went, oh, oh, hooray, it's here. Oh, this is why it took so long. Because... Chris also put the picture in a frame 
and it really wasn't properly cushioned in the envelope, so the frame had broken. So I got an envelope full of broken glass, and the picture, well, it's not ruined, but it looks like it's been through the war. But since it's a picture of Kelly Maroney and Chopping Mall, I think that's cool. And I don't mind that the frame was broken and the glass was shattered and it damaged the photograph because it adds some character to the picture and also now there's a story behind it. And you know how I love telling a story. And you gave that to me, Chris. And that is extremely cool. And for that, Chris, you are the... You know what? I can't, I can't, I can't just give it to one of you guys. I mean, you all did such great things for me in this really tough period when I've been feeling really bad and stressed out. You made things a little bit easier and a little bit happier. And for that, what the hell? I'm feeling good. The website is ready to rock almost. We're almost out of the, what do you call it, the break for the show. We've got the Halloween marathon underway and daddy's feeling happy. So you know what? Fuck it. I got tiaras shooting out of my ass. Bang, you get a tiara. Bang, you get a tiara. Bang, you get a tiara. And bang, you win a tiara. All four of you are the scream queens of the week. Hooray. Hooray. Now give them back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all know. You all know. Okay, everybody but David knows that when you win Scream Queen of the Week, the prize is a tiara. The caveat being is you never get that tiara. You kind of get a virtual tiara. You get the concept of a tiara because all physical tiaras are mine. That is my right as a host. And as you know, I'm the queen bee here. I make the rules. So cough on them tiaras and stuff them back in my ass where they came from. Okay, on that note, that is all I've got to say for this episode, except for if you want to get in touch with the show, you know what to do. You pick up your phone and you call 917-720-2047 and leave me a voicemail. I'll answer it right here on the next episode. Or you can write me. I would give the email, but I don't know if I have the email yet, but... You can contact me on Facebook. Do a search on Scream Queens where horror gets gay. You can find me there. I'm on Twitter at Scream Queens. Of course, that's all Queens with a Z. And I'm on Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast. And if you really want to support the show in a new and different way and be influential on how things are going to be going in the future, you can become a patron. Head on over to www.patreon.com. Com slash Scream Queens, pledge $1, pledge $5, pledge $10 a month, and get bonus content every darn month. And finally, if you don't have any money to spare, but you still want to support the show, you should be listening to the show right now through the Radio Public app. It's available on Apple and on Android. It is an app, podcatcher app, designed by podcasters for podcasters to help indie shows like me make a little revenue back because we work really hard and don't, you know, (sighs) you know, it's just a little extra love back. And all you got to do is listen to your favorite shows on the app because if you're listening to a show on that app and it's registered with Radio Public itself, then you are giving them money. Well, Radio Public is giving them money for you listening. So win, 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 win. Because when you listen with Radio Public, everybody wins. You get to listen to a great show, and that show gets a little chunk of cash in their wallet. So, until next time, at the relaunch of the brand new Sparkly Shiny Scream Queens, 
my beautiful, beautiful screamers continue to make the world a creepier place. And never, ever forget the Scream Queen's golden rule. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it through the final real baby, because daddy's almost home! Yeah! Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches! <laughs>